High School Football is on the air. HavenFootball.net and the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper are pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's game is between your 2-0 Strathaven Panthers and the 2-0 Haverford Fords. Pulling away is Schuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season, Matt Schuler. He sees the rush coming, and they've got it wrapped up. Down he goes into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks. Tonight's game is sponsored by... The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. It's almost 7 o'clock. On a Saturday night here in southeastern Pennsylvania, and believe it or not, this is the only high school football game in town. Well, if there was ever a time to do something all by itself, it's maybe on the 20-year anniversary of the September 11th tragedy in 2001. And right here in front of us at Haverford High School, it is First Responders Night, and there's a tribute uh, about to start just uh, on the field in front of us with all of the Havertown Fire Department, EMTs, and police force here representing and uh, being honored by the crowd here at Haverford High and uh, at A.J. Cornog Field. We've got football on the way, but first responders night. We are thrilled to be here live on havenfootball.net. Good evening, everybody. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play tonight for the 2-0 visiting for the first time this year, visiting Strathaven Panthers against the 2-0 Haverford Fords. And on paper, they match up about evenly. Haverford 2-0. They pitched a shutout in week one against Central uh, squeaked out a win against Lower Marion last week. They have 91 points scored, 28 points allowed. Almost identical to Strathaven with 90 points scored and 20 points allowed. Strathaven with two big wins over Interboro and then Marple Newtown a week ago in the Central League opener. And uh, these two teams met for a close one last year and looking for probably more of the same tonight. And with that, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Mayer wrote uh, uh, about this in the 50-yard line this week. And Haverford... Uh, will present a good challenge for the Panthers tonight. They are big up front, uh, terrific receivers, and a terrific junior quarterback in, in Tommy Wright. Uh, the Panthers will be tested tonight, probably more so than they were in the first two weeks. Well, that's the expectation. Certainly, I think the, the corners and safeties are going to be tested. I mean, there's going to be an effort uh, certainly to throw on, on Haven. I, I think that they are untested as far as that's concerned. I think Haverford recognizes that. Everett has a good running game, but they do rely on their passing game, if, at least if you look at the yardage and completions. And I think that the first order of business for Coach Clancy is going to be, all right, we're going to shut down the Haverford run and force the pass. And if we can do that, that's going to allow us to concentrate on defending the pass, which will, you know, allow our guys, uh, our linemen to release and try to rush the passer and hurry him up and don't give him a clear field of view, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That, I'm sure, is the plan. 
Uh, and as we know, plans tend to go awry when you're playing football. But, um, you know, I think that's what they're going to look at. Have it for any other hand. I think they're going to come into this game a little perplexed about what to do. They, they definitely want to play tough upfront football as always. Uh, but there's a very potent running game they're going to have to stop, and there's three guys they got to be able to stop. That's very tough to do uh, for anybody, but certainly for a high school football team. And then they got to worry about what became obvious last week, which is a passing game with a quarterback and receivers who receivers who know how to get open and quarterback who can find them. Um, that presents a dilemma for people who are going to play Strathaven that they haven't had to really deal with before. Now. The problem with passing in high school football is you're looking for consistency out of two players at a time, the quarterback and the receiver, um, not to mention the line that can pass block, et cetera. But the bottom line is that to ask players at this age, 16, 17 years of age, to be consistent from one Friday night to the next, in this case Saturday night, is asking a lot, which is why most teams don't rely on a passing game. It just is too risky. So we'll see where this goes, but this has all the uh, – all the markings of what should be a really good game. Should be, and uh, the Panthers' secondary will be tested. I mentioned him briefly. Tommy Wright, junior quarterback, sort of took the reins last year in the in the six-game season uh, as a sophomore, saw some time back there, and uh, really is is the feature of the offense uh, this this year. They, he started last week's game uh, against Lower Marion in a 42-28 to game, which was very close. That game was tied at the end of the first quarter, tied at halftime, tied after three, and then uh, – Haverford with a touchdown, a stop, and another touchdown in the fourth uh, to get it done. But Tommy Wright started last week three for 17 with one touchdown and one interception in the first half, finished 17 for 28. Uh, So had a tremendous second half, finished with 246 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, So the Panthers, again, will be tested tonight in slowing down number 11 in red. Do we want to maybe take it? Uh, take I think, field, I think we're going to come back to it. We, they're doing yeah. a curtain nine eleven ceremony, which we really can't pick up because uh, we don't have a mic there. But um, that's okay. We, we can uh, we can go to a commercial break if you like, and yeah, then come back and see where we're at. Let's do a couple of commercials, and we'll come right back. Sounds good. So we'll be back in just a moment for the continuation of the national anthem and nine uh, eleven tribute. Glad you're listening live on the archive on Football right now. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. An AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read The Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph. Selling or buying a home is serious business. 
and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Welcome back to Cornog Field and uh, a quite large American flag being held at the 40-yard line by EMTs, first responders, uh, fire department, and the uh, police are lined up at the 50-yard line as well. And thanks again to the everybody here at Haverford for getting us set up in the booth and uh, to the Haverford Marching Band for a terrific performance of the Star-Spangled Banner. The home team tonight, Haverford, again, 2-0 coming in. They are in red from head to toe with... Gold numerals on the front and back and gold trim on the shoulders. And uh, led by head coach Luke Dockerty here in his first year, replacing longtime coach Joe Gallagher, who retired after 30-plus years uh, last spring due to health uh, reasons. But, uh, again, Coach Gallagher uh, set up quite a program here over the last several decades. And, uh, again, Dockerty was an assistant uh, as an offensive coordinator the last couple of years, so certainly knows the kids uh, up and down. Over on the far sideline, Coach Kevin Clancy. He, of the 321 career wins, 254 of them at Strathaven, has his 2-0 Panthers set up over there in their road whites for the first time this year, black numerals, silver helmets, and silver pants. And, uh, again, just looking forward to uh, a terrific game. We will have score updates, uh, really final score updates for all the games this weekend in District 1 and District 12, most of which took place last night and a few earlier today. Right, and just a reminder to our listeners, those of us who are old enough to have been very well remember what happened 20 years ago on 9-11, um, none of the, chil- of the kids participating in this game tonight were born then. Right, so yeah, thanks so, for the uh, Yeah, right, so I'm feeling extremely yeah. old. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, the Youngsters uh, on the field certainly, uh, hey, their their everyday lives, whether they realize it or not, were were affected. Of course, uh, you know, over the last twenty years since then. So, captains are meeting at midfield for Haverford. Number nine, Tommy Caruso, along with number seventy nine, uh, Mario Tashone, and the for the Panthers, Nick Filios, Chase Barlow, Jake Millett, and Matt Schuler. So, Panthers trying to. Keep things rolling on offense. 364 yards a game on the ground uh, is their average for the first two weeks. And three rushers uh, approaching 300 yards already in the, in, uh, the first couple of games. Haverford will receive uh, the opening kickoff. Panthers will get it to start the second half. And the Fords will receive and move left to right here in the first quarter. So thanks for joining us, either live or on the archive. And the 2-0 Panthers and 2-0 Fords trying to uh, hey, keep, the thing, keep this thing rolling. Haverford next week uh, on the road at Ridley, and the Panthers on the road again next week, this one at Harriton. 
so again, both teams uh, need a win tonight to stay unblemished in the Central League and overall. Also, uh, a little bit of a revenge game maybe for Haverford as the Panthers last year came in uh, in in the Week 6 game, in the crossover game, and uh, really took it to Haverford uh, with a two-touchdown victory in a, a game that actually wasn't as close as, as the it score looked, in, right? indicated, uh, honestly. So a little bit of a revenge factor. The fan- Panthers had to, uh, you know, did that to Marple Newtown last week. So, you know, it's, they have to be ready from the jump here for a big response from Haverford. Standing deep to return are number five, Ethan Mahan, and number 13, Tyler Rogers. And we should point out, Haven has had some problem on the kickoff returns. Kickoff coverage, indeed. All right, here we go. Shankweiler has it ready to go, and Charlie steps into it. High end over end kick is going to come down to Mahan on the back pedal at the four-yard line. Comes out across straight up the hash marks. He's got one, sheds one tackle. He stumbles across the 35 and is finally tripped up the 37. Fuscus and Sutherland on the stop. For Haverford's offense, they'll start at their own 37-yard line. Tommy Wright's your quarterback. Running back is Christian Pergolese. We will see uh, Jake Snell in there as well. Wide receivers include Sam Applebaum, Ethan Mahan, Tyler Rogers, and Tommy Caruso. The center is Mike Powell. Uh, Pete Corker and Mario Tashon are the uh, guards. Tackles Tommy Tuhill and... Henry Gillespie on first and 10, five wide for right. Takes a high snap, quarterback draw. Right up the middle he goes, got a running room, and Fusca slams him down, but not before he picks up nine. And second and short upcoming. Tommy Wright on the quarterback draw for the gain right there. Panthers defense includes Nate Perlman, Nick Filios, Ethan Barrar, and Mason Green up front. Inside backers are Anthony Crawford and Bobby Fuscus. Charlie, I'm sorry, Chase Barlow, your other linebacker. We'll get to secondary in a moment. On second and one, they fire outside in and out of the hands of Applebaum. <laughs> and he'd like to have that one back. That's a third down and good one. finish, I was going to say. It's a tough pass to catch. Corners are Chase Nangle, Austin Connor. The safeties, Matt Schuler and Aiden Sutherland. On third down and one now from their own 47. Haverford trying to get something positive here. Pergolese in the backfield now with a pistol look. Split, split end to the right is Tyler Rogers. Slot left, and they give to Pergolese. Straight up the middle, he's got himself a first down, not much more. Mm-hmm. Gain of about two is Anthony Crawford in on the stop. So Pergolese a week ago had a productive day against Lower Marion. It's an interesting call with, with ninth or third and one when you... S- Set the quarterback up four yards behind on that scrimmage. All right, first and ten now. Wing left, slot left as well. So basically trips left for right, and he fires back to the right side, in and out of the hands, incomplete. Looking for Tyler Rogers. It was on target. Pretty good close coverage there for Austin Connor, but it falls incomplete. Second down and ten. Pergoli, 16 carries, 87 yards and a score last week against Lower Marion. Tough to catch a ball when your peripheral vision shows you two, three white shirts right around the corner. Two receivers to either side. Pistol look again for right on second and ten. From the midfield stripe, gives to Pergolese. He's going to be tripped up quickly, but does tumble forward into Strathaven territory at the 48th. Gain of about two on the play in the, as the Panthers crashed quickly. Brings up third down and about eight. Could be four down territory here, depending on a... Yeah, I'm not too sure that uh, Haverford wants to give the ball this, this, this much midfield. We'll see. Three wide receivers. Two to the left, one to the right. His right goes back on third and eight. Looking, steps up, fires over the middle. Heads complete on the slant. And stepping across the 30-yard line and tackled right there at the 30 
is number five. Ethan Mahan, his first catch of the game. Give him 18 on his first catch of the night. Terrific throw from right. And not bad coverage. I mean, the three heaven defenders were right there, but not close enough to stop the pass. Right throws a really nice ball. They set up Mahan all alone to this near side. Got a fullback offset to the left. The give on the stretch play to the left is Pergolese, and now you got a flag on the play. Probably a hold. Could be holding here. Yep. Pergolese tripped up across the Panther 25, but I think this one's coming back as you had two Panthers looking to get into the backfield there, and both of them ended up on their bellies, and you're going to end up a 10-yard penalty here. Holding is the initial signal. Against Haverford. And in this particular case, it's one of those penalties where if these players had not been held, then they might have made the tackle and made the stop at the line of scrimmage. So nice work there for the Panthers right at the point of attack. Jason Williams in there now at defensive tackle alongside of uh, Ethan Barrar. All right. Mayhan split to the left. Three receivers down to the call it bottom of our screen to the right of the formation. And the Panthers defense now trying to Make up some ground here as push, penalty pushes it back to the 40-yard line. It's first down and 10. Sorry, 20, rather. First and 20, right with trips to the right, singled up to the left. Quarterback draw again, steps away from one man, two men, and Crawford's got him by the waist and tri- twists him down at the 35. So gain of five more. and uh, You know, that is one way to get the running game going is to involve your quarterback, as right. risky as that is. Um, you know, the Panthers... Coaching staff was just saying, look, the running game, you don't have Trey Blair back there mm-hmm. uh, like you did for three years. Uh, the running game didn't scare them as much as, as the quarterback uh, with his arm and legs. All right, second and 15, right, fires a quick slant complete, mm. and Jason Williams in on the tackle with help from Fuscus. But he'll pick up a good chunk of yardage. They'll put it down where? At the 25 yep. or 26? About 37. Thirty-six. Uh, no, 26-yard line. All right. So at the 26, third down and about six. On that last catch was number 13, Tyler Rogers. Here on third and six, I give to Pergolese, and he has stood up quickly. Maybe a yard as Jason Williams swallows him up. Just a yard there for Pergolese. It'll bring up fourth and about four, uh, along four. Yep, and it's a big fourth down for Haverford. They need to keep this drive moving. All right, they'll go for it on fourth down, no huddle. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Right takes the pet, shotgun snap, fires to the flat. Pergolese, who's got some running room momentarily, and then he stood up by Crawford, and I don't know, does he have it? I, I think, think so. forward progress is going to give him just enough. Gain of four for Pergolese, and it's a Haverford first down. Yep. Nice work there. I like the play call. Nice, easy throw, and see if your back can make a play. Right. Panthers almost made the stop there. They put it right down on the 20. <laughs> so first and 10 from the 20-yard line. 8.20 to go here in the opening quarter. Haverford driving. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Right gives to Pergolese. He'll go up the middle, and not much doing that time. Ethan Barrar there waiting for him. Gets a maybe two. Maybe two. I mean, the running game... I think at this point, in terms of the handoffs, uh, for Haverford, you're still going to keep doing it just to keep the defense honest, right? Checking out now is Pergolese, and into the game for the first time at running back is 26, Jake Snell. Snell goes slot left, empty backfield, two two receivers to the right, three to the left. 
Wright is back on second down and nine. Looking, fires, it is complete underneath the coverage, and now Goods run after the catch. Tumbling forward is Mahan inside the five, down to the three. It'll be first and goal to go. Well, this has been a test of the secondary, and it is all Haverford right now. The Haven has not been able to, to find these receivers. They get close enough to them to stop the ball, and the rush line for defense for, for uh, Haven is obviously not being able to put any pressure. All right, Panthers now with their heels up against the goal line here. First and goal from the three. Heavy package now. Eye formation, two tight ends, single receiver to the right. Under center for the first time is right on first and goal. They give it to Pergolese. He'll go up the middle and into the end zone for a Haverford touchdown. Panthers staring at their first deficit of the season as Haverford goes quickly down the field. 7-0-4 to play here in the opening quarter, and they strike first. 6-0, extra point pending. Nice work there by Haverford, chipping away, passing and running. Very much their game. They're doing exactly right now what they want to do. All right, on for the extra point, Googie Seidman. Out of the hold of Caruso. Does a nice job putting it down. Line drive. Kick is up and good. 7-0-4 to play here in the opening quarter. The Panthers looking to get the ball back and trailing. 7-0. See what the Strathaven attack has when we come back on HavenFootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. All right, 7-0 Haverford after the opening drive. Googie Seidman has it teed up at the hash and has an eye end-over-end kick. It's going to come down to Matt Schuler at the 10-yard line. Schuler up the hash mark, looking for running room, steps away from one man, plows through a tackler, and takes it out near the 35-yard line. Panthers will start right there with Sam Milligan at quarterback. Matt Schuler and Chase Barlow, the halfbacks, the fullback, is Anthony Crawford. Tight ends when they use two of them, it'll be Mason Green and Nate Perlman. Split end when they use one, it'll be Aiden Sutherland. Center is Jack Beck. Nick Filios and Ethan Barrar are the guards. Jake Millett and Aiden Williams are the bookend tackles. First and 10 from the 35. Panthers staring at a 7 nothing hole here. Two tight ends, wing to the right, and it's Crawford going absolutely nowhere on his first carry. Number 61 just swallows him up. That's Pete Corcoran. At defensive tackle. Panthers will give up some size up front this year, or, or uh, this year against Haverford. Corcoran, Powell, Tashone, and Gillespie are your down four. Inside backer, middle linebacker basically is J- uh, Justin Marciano. Christian Pergolese and Colin Reynolds are the outside backers. Sam Applebaum and Ben Fleming are corners. Jake Snell's your strong safety, and Tommy Caruso, the free safety. Second down and 11. Panthers going to roll out Sam Milligan. Looking, looking. He's going to keep it turn up field himself. Across the 40, and he's near first down yardage. Nice work there from Sam, and he's got, they're going to give him 11 yards and a first down. Nice, nicely done there as Milligan gets the offense moving in the right direction. No, yeah, they gave him the first down. There you go. All right. There seemed to be a little, little debate about the first down, but they went for it. Clock ticks. Approaching six minutes to play here in the opening quarter. Panthers break the huddle on the right hash. 
Nine men in the box. Fullback is uh, Crawford off the left side, and he'll pick up a few out to the 48. Give him three on the carry. A swarm of red shirts there to take care of him there. Second down and seven upcoming. Crawford scored his first touchdown a week ago in the win over Marple Newtown. 11 carries, 78 yards for the junior last week. And the Panthers break the huddle right in the middle of the field at their own 48-yard line. Milligan under center with Schuler and Crawford in the backfield behind him. They give to Schuler on the Ooh. cutback going nowhere. They shoot in low that time. Nice work by the linebackers and a good push up front. Not much going between the tackles so far. No gain for Schuler on his first tote of the game. Brings up third down and about seven. Well, this is the kind of thing where, again, your Panthers had uh, success last year, you know, attacking the edge, uh, attacking sweeps, really, mm-hmm. against this team. But they may have to start throwing to the flats a little bit and loosen up this defense. Nine men in the box. Now they go split end to the left with Aiden Sutherland. On third down and seven, they go counter. Crisscross coming this way as Barlow up the middle. He goes 40, 35. Chase Barlow pulling away. Counter crisscross will go the distance. 52 yards for the score. Chase Barlow answers quickly. Beautifully done there. Handoff from Schuler to Barlow inside. Got everybody confused, and he came basically untouched. Yep, that was you know one of the key mark plays, and it worked like a charm. Barlow... His first touch last week went for 54 and a score here. It'll give him 52 and a chance to tie it now with Charlie Shankweiler's extra point pending. Spot ball is away, and it is good. Tie game at 7, 442 to play here in the opening quarter. And the Panthers swinging for the fences, hit the home run on third and long. We're not at 7 on havenfootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Cornog Field. Strathaven 7, Haverford 7, as both offenses clicking on their first crack at it here in the first quarter. Beautiful night for football again. This is uh, shorts and T-shirt weather uh, for the most part here, and uh, kids playing hard in the first, uh, you know, six, seven minutes. All right, here we go. Shankweiler, end over end kick. It's going to back up his man inside the eight-yard line. Coming out is Tyler Rogers, looking to stretch to this near sideline. Runs laterally and then is wrapped up there by Fuscus and friends at about the 27-yard line. Better coverage that time for the Panthers. And you're going to get some whistles. Oh, you got a flag back there? This may back up the Fords even further. There's a flag laying on the 21-yard line. And we will, uh, we will see. Fords are moving, moving backwards with a flag on the field. You're going to get an illegal block against Haverford. All right. So, 
Longer field in front of the Fords now. This will march it back near the 11. Yep, they are going to put it all the way back at the 11-yard line. So 4.32 to play here, and the Panthers with good kick coverage and uh, help from a penalty here. All right, here we go. Right in the shotgun. Swings a tight end to the right of the formation. A back on his right hip, and they give it to him on the inside run and up the middle for a couple. We'll see when he stands up here. Sight lines are a little tricky there. That's Pergolese again across the... Uh, where are they going to spot this? About the 17-yard line. Okay. Sight line's a little tricky here in the booth, <laughs> so we'll do our best there. Give Pergolisi a six-yard carry. And we'll second down and four upcoming. Shotgun look again. Same formation, two receivers to the left. It's Pergolisi. Uh, nope, it's right. He's going to keep it on and fire to the outside incomplete. Nice pull there by Tommy Wright on the fake. And uh, just undershoots his receiver at the first down marker on a rollout to his left. So Wright missed on his first two passes. But Actually neither of which was his fault. Yeah, both yeah. Were, were drops. And then hit on four in a row on that scoring drive. So now this one falls incomplete and brings up third down and four from the 17. Panther defense trying to get off the field here. Two receivers are left, one to the right. Wright fires to the right flat. Nope. Incomplete. Fine. Excellent coverage that time by Schuler and Austin Connor and Caruso. Could not haul it in. And right did throw behind him a little bit, yeah. maybe because of the coverage. Who yeah. knows? But that was... Uh... Yeah, Schuler creeping up and then, you know, flaring out to the flats there. Gave him a tough angle for that throw. All right. Three and out go goes Haverford, or so we think, momentarily here. Ethan Mayhand to punt. He awaits the snap at his own five-yard line. Chase Nangle and Matt Schuler await at the hash marks just on their side of the 50-yard line. The left footer. Sky is a good high spiral. This will be Schuler at the 50 who makes the oh. catch and is slung down immediately. Good job by Schuler just to hang on because well, that's a terrific tackle from Tyler Rodgers. And that should have been a fair catch. He was much too close. He's going to get a little conversation next time he goes <laughs> to the sideline. Indeed, but a great job by Rodgers on the tackle. And uh, he is dropped immediately, falls forward to the Haverford 49. So good work there for the Panthers, uh, or good field position rather. They're tied at seven. 3.44 remaining here in the opening quarter. Again, a wing T set. Perlman tight end to the left. Mason Green to the right. Wing to the left is Schuler, and they give it to Schuler on a sweep to the right side. He cuts up field, has some room, bounces outside, and down the far sideline. He goes still on his feet. 30, cuts inside, and he will go the distance. Wow. Panthers strike quickly again. 49 yards for Matt Schuler. Consecutive plays now for the Panthers. They go 52 yards with Barlow and then 49 with Schuler. And just like that, it's a Panther lead in a matter of seconds. Mm. Shankweiler on for his second extra point. Milligan to hold. Evan Menneker will snap it. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and it is good. 14-7, Charlie Shankweiler, two for two. The Panthers, two for two on their last two snaps, putting it in the end zone twice. 14-7, Strathaven. Be back in a moment on havenfootball.net. 
Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. One play, 49 yards, and Matt Schuler has put it in the end zone for the Panthers. 14-7, and the silver and black ready to kick it away. Shankweiler ready to go. High end over end kick. He's going to back his man up and nope, not getting that one. That's another touchback. Well done there for Charlie. He got all of that one as it rolls through the end zone and Haverford will start at their own 20-yard line. Yeah, Pete wanted to point out that, you know, this is the success the Panthers are having. You know, who is Haverford going to cover? you got that three-headed monster in the backfield. Who are you going to try to key on? And you key on one and the other one gets the ball, you're in trouble. Well, they pinched in between the tackles early, right? I mean, they, they took right. care of Crawford. Crawford's two carries went from minus one and then just three. And then the two wingbacks are going crazy since. All right, here we go. Right, back to pass. He wants it all. Trying to answer on first down. Incomplete. He Had was... Mahan streaking down the far sideline and chasing angle with him step for step. Yeah, that, that ball had been short, been an interception. I mean, that's how, that's how close the coverage was. Well done there for Chase Nangle with Mahan uh, coming off an enormous week. Ethan Mahan Eight, sorry, six catches, 148 yards, and three touchdowns last week against Lower Marion. All right, here we go. Four wide receivers. They give inside. This is Pergolese with a little bit of running room. Runs, bounces off his own man, and then is wrapped up by uh, Crawford at the 25-yard line. So gain of five for Pergolese. He brings up third down and five. Pergolese with 21 yards on seven carries and a Haverford touchdown. The Panthers keeping him in check so far. Pistol look again, third down and five. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Tommy Wright in the gun, takes the snap, looks out to his left, fires out there. It is deflected and incomplete. Nice work there by Schuler, flashing in front of Mahan, and it falls incomplete. The punt team's coming on again. Well, this is we talked about this earlier. You know, if you can't make that, that pass connection work and your running game isn't doing what you need, you're out of options. And, of course, I think what's happening now is is Haven's safety and cornerbacks and linebackers are starting to get a better feel for where this, this game is going. So Mahan ready to kick it away again. He stands at about his 11-yard line awaiting the snap. Nangle and Schuler await at their own 40. The left footer steps into one and booms it. End over end kick is going to come to Schuler at the 42-yard line. Matt Schuler up the right, spins back to his left, and is wrapped up quickly there by number 69, Will uh, Cascarina. So... On your roster, if uh, you have one at home, number 34 on your roster is actually wearing number 69 tonight. That's Cascarina. Had a position change, and that's a jersey change this right. week. You're going to have to text me that because I don't have yep. a pen in front of me. <laughs> that's fine. Either way, the Panthers started have- about the same uh, spot they did a minute ago. Ball at the 50-yard line on the nose here after a six-yard return from Matt Schuler. First and ten. Two tight ends. Wing T behind Milligan. Wing to the left is Matt Schuler. 
Barlow goes in motion in the backfield. They give it to Crawford, looking for room up the middle. Bounces out to his left and does have some speed out here. Stiff arm, 45-40, cuts back inside, still on his feet. Spinning away, and look at Crawford on his feet. He will go the distance. Unbelievable. A clinic in keeping your feet moving. 32 goes 50 yards, and the Panthers have scored on three straight plays. Even the even the Panther growl is yeah, choked the, up. Yeah, he's all even he's, they're he's choked gasping up. Gasping for breath here. Two twenty-eight to play here in the first quarter, and the Panthers have been on the board three times each with the three different backs. They've gone for 52, 49, and now 50-yard runs. Shankweiler on for the extra point. High end over end, and it'll sneak over the bar for three for three. My goodness, I don't know that we've ever seen that. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, actually, there was a time. Well, we got to go yeah. commercial break, and <laughs> we'll, then we'll come back and talk we'll about it. We'll come back and talk about that in a minute. All right, so Panthers giving us new highlights every second, it seems. Back in a moment on HavenFootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. We'd have to go back quite some time to see when the last time the Panthers scored on three consecutive snaps. Incredible. Here we go. Shankweiler with a 21-7 lead line drive kickoff this time. It's going to come down to Mahan inside the 10. He's going to come up this near hash. He's going to bounce outside, and nope. Austin Connor squashes him. At about the 32-yard line. Sorry, that was Rogers, uh, not Mahan. So well done right there at the 32 by Austin Connor. And uh, ready to go here are the Fords, who started with a tremendous drive. Scoring drive on the opening drive was, was just a terrific miss, mix of run and pass. And now two three and outs have uh, taken a little bit of the wind out of the sails. But again, good passing attack here for Tommy Wright. And the Fords, they go empty backfield, three receivers to the left of the formation, two to the right. High snap, but Wright's going to keep it himself. He's going to go right up the middle here, and uh, Panthers finally corral him across the 40. He's near first down yardage. First play of the game went for nine on a quarterback draw, and there's uh, your instant replay. Fuscus on the stop for the Panthers. And uh, give Wright credit for another nine-yard run. And a second and short upcoming. No huddle. From their own 41. Three receivers to the left to the right quarterback. Draw again. Wright's going to go up the middle. The Panthers waiting for him that time. He's still going to pick up a first down, but got only maybe two or three. They'll put it down at about the 44. As uh, Wright, four carries now for 26 yards. 21 for Pergolese. And uh, 46 yards passing for Haverford as well. With 140 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Ford's trailing. 21-7, 21-7, moving left to right in front of us. Two tight end look this time, or one tight end look, and now here's another sweep to this near side. This is right. He's just going to go right up the middle and carry tacklers across the 45 down to the Panther 40-yard line. So you know what? Student body right. Let's just, uh, yep. <laughs> no pun intended, uh, as he runs off the right side of the formation for a bunch more. 
Nice gain on the play for Tommy Wright. He'll put it down at the 40. And again, with no huddle. Wing to the left, two receivers to the left as well. They'll give it for the first time. This is Cassidy trying to stretch the play out to the left side. Panthers string him out nicely and wrap up. Nope, Cassidy bouncing off tackles, and he's going to stretch inside the 35 to the 34-yard line. That's four extra yards there for Cassidy on his own uh, his own effort. Well yeah, done. It's going to bring up second down and four. That was simply good wrestling. Good wrestling. Good, good good foot movement. He he was absolutely dead to rights at about the line of scrimmage and then just managed to find a way to squeak out another five yards. All right. Here we go. Second down and four. Fords are moving again. Two receivers to the left, wing to the left as well. They'll give it to Snell right up the middle. He's got some room. Breaking tackles, running through. A bunch of white shirts. Barlow and Sutherland finally corral him down at the 21 and said, well, you guys want to play ground and pound? We're going to try to join you in on this. Well, you know, you're going to take away our passing game. I guess we're going to have to do something on the ground, and they are running extremely well and blocking extremely well. Cassidy with a 13-yard run sets up first and 10 at the Panther 21. 14 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Cassidy one more time off the right side, gets away from Mason Green, and then is stood up by Schuler and others. But still, forward progress game, yep. down inside the 15 to the 14, gain of seven on the final play of the first quarter. Wow. Fireworks from the Panthers, but here are the Fords knocking on the door, and we're going to have a barn burner here at Cornog Field. Glad you're joining us live or on the archive. Be back in just a moment for the start of the second quarter on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business Line of Credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. That's fine. Welcome back. back. Second quarter action, A.C. Cornog Field in Havertown. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. Mike Mayer on the color commentary and engineering and helping with the stats and spotting. Andrew Kaufman and Pete Fulginetti, as always. 21-7 Strathaven after one quarter of play, but the Fords knocking on the door with second down and three upcoming from the 14-yard line. And this drive got the run game going. Tommy Wright and then number 23, the junior Colin Cassidy getting the bulk of the work here. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. His split end over there is Caruso. They set up a tight end, number 43, Justin Marciano to the right. Now on second and three, stretch play off that right side, and Cassidy banging his way into Crawford and friends, and I think he'll have enough for a first down. We'll check, and uh, yep, that'll stop the clock. Mason Green had him but couldn't wrap him up, and he got broke that tackle and got another yard or two. Mason Green comes up a little gimpy there, but seems to be okay. All right. Right brings in the play. The chains They'll are down. See, so yep. it's first and goal first and from goal the, the 10. ten. Yep. As Cassidy picked up four more. 11.39 and counting to play here in the second quarter. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Tight end to the right now as well. Pistol look for right. Cassidy in the backfield behind him. 
on first and goal. Play fake, bootleg, and lots of room here for Tommy Wright. He's going to yeah. dance on in. Wow, a beautiful fake. Everybody bit. Yep. And Tommy Wright cruises in untouched from the 10. The Fords answer with a nice drive of their own. That was a beautiful thing. And, boy, he did fake people literally out of their shoes. I mean, it was – and then the few uh, two uh, uh, Panthers that were still back there, he just juked around them, and both of them slipped down on the, on the turf and couldn't make the tackle. 21-13, extra point pending. Googie Seidman, the right footer, steps into it, lets it fly. And it's up and good. 21-14 is your score. And, well, the defensive coaches are tearing their hair out. But uh, the crowd is entertained. So we'll be back in just a moment and see what the Panthers can do when they get the football back right here on havenfootball.net. After the game, don't forget to check out the best high school football website, havenfootball.net. You'll be able to check scores around the Central League, as well as key teams throughout Pennsylvania in the PIAA system. HavenFootball.net for great game statistics and articles. If you're into Haven football or simply high school football, there is no better place to be than HavenFootball.net. This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back. 11.21 to play here before halftime. Googie Seidman ready to kick it away for the Fords. High end over and kick in Strathaven's Austin Connor will field it at the nine-yard line. Up the left hash. Stutter steps into his open field momentarily. And then his drop ball. Scramble for it. Fumble football. And up with it are the Fords. The home crowd below us is excited on that one. And why not? There's the first turnover of the season for the Panthers on the kick return at all. Uh, this one on a kick return and now the Panther defense goes right back onto the field and the Fords with a chance to tie at the Strathaven 33. Well, didn't see exactly who popped it out. We'll have to check uh, the film there, but uh, you know, it looked like there was some, some room to run there for Connor that closed very quickly. Give credit to Haverford and they are set up with a chance to tie this game. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Tommy Wright in the backfield. Pergolese in the backfield with him. Out of the pistol. Right up the middle goes Pergolese, who's going to be wrapped up nicely this time by uh, Nate Perlman getting off his block. The defensive end crashes down for a gain of, after a gain of three. All right. We are in for a barn burner. <laughs> yeah, it looks is, like uh, that. You know, the Panthers, uh, in winning at this field last year, that was their first time winning at this field since 2005. Now, again, these two teams don't play every year, and certainly not every uh, game is at this field. They trade home and away. But uh, it was a big hurdle to clear last year, and now uh, this uh, it's still, still is pretty steep tonight. All right, on second down and seven is Pergolese right up the middle. He's going to push his way, and again, good push from the interior line. Again, there is good size for Haverford uh, at guard and center. That is the, the bulk of their offense. First down. Gain of eight on the play. They'll put it down at the 30-yard line. Or just, uh, nope, where are they? They're going to put it down at the 22-yard line. All right. Okay, Pergolese in the backfield. Two receivers and a t- two tight ends. Give off to the left side. Pergolese's going to push his way down again. This time to about the 15, or near the 15. Again, sight lines are a little tricky here. Doing a lot of leaning and straining and guessing, honestly. Jake Millett's going to check in for Nick Filios at defensive tackle. So it's Millett 
and Jason Williams. Trying to get a little more bulk uh, between the tackles here. All right. Second down and five for Pergolese. He is standing. He's uh, Now they go quarterback draw once again to right, and he's wrapped up this time. Excellent job by Perlman getting off his block. This time he'll lose a couple. Jason Williams in the backfield as well. So Williams and Perlman drop him back at the 24, call it the 24, loss of two. That's the first negative running play for the, of the evening for the Fords. Third and six from the 18. The Fords trying to get this thing tied with nine, just over nine minutes to play here in the second. Right. Give on the stretch play to the Ooh. right side. Pergolese who dances away from one man, cuts back to his left, and then is wrapped up there by Jake Millett. But a, uh, down inside the 15, it's going to be fourth and a maybe two. Jake Millett does a nice job hanging on, but Pergolese, nice work there. Yeah, you know, and it would, Haven has had their opportunities to stop this running game and had just either slipped, blown the, the tackle, not wrapped up. I mean, Haverford's running hard, but Haven's not making the stops either. Fourth and two from the 14. Panther defense trying to get off the field. Tight end to the left. Three receivers. Pergolese in the backfield with right. High snap juggled. Timing is off, and Pergolese's going to be slammed down. Down he goes. Ball comes out late. They're going to say he's down first, but the Panthers get a big-time stop. Yep. Mason Green and Anthony Crawford say no. That high snap disrupted the timing there for the Fords. I'm not too sure it would have been there, but you'll never know because when the timing goes off, it gives defenders an extra second, second and a half to, to break their blocks and open up the line. And, you know, they're reacting to pressure in a lot of cases. So uh, we'll never know what it would have been had it been a clean snap. But Back at the 17-yard line, they lose three on the play and first and 10 for the Panthers. Here they go. Get that potent offense back on the field. Two tight ends, wing T behind Milligan. On first down, he's going to roll to his left side, looking, fires to the flat, incomplete, had Crawford open, but uh, just a little bit off the mark and a little bit behind him. It falls to the turf, second down and 10. You know, I I, I thought the pass was actually okay. I just think think it was thrown too hard. It was, he kind of bulleted, and it was, I don't think he was five yards away from him. Yeah, a little uh, back, on the back shoulder. Had some open space in front of him, though. Yep, and I think, you know, the Panthers may just need to keep attacking the edges here if... uh, Haverford wants to clog the middle. All right, so now sort of behind schedule here, second down and 10 from their own 16-yard line. The Panthers' wing left is Schuler, And here the inside give is to Crawford for just a yard, maybe, maybe a yard or two. Take it out to the 19. I think there's a little doubt that, that they've decided to pretty much key on Crawford. That or it's just one of those things because he certainly has been effectively stopped tonight. Although he had that one run. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 50-yarder is yeah. the difference in the yeah. game right now. But here, third down and eight as Crawford is wrapped up after a short gain. All right. Panthers bring in the play with 7.44 and counting to play here in the first half. Wing to the right is Chase Barlow. Two tight end set. Haverford still with eight men in the box. They send, and this is Crawford off the left side. He's going to step through one tackle, two tackles, carrying tacklers out near the 30-yard line. What a job right there. They sent motion, and then uh, off the left side goes Crawford for a bundle. And he just dug it in. I mean, he really should have been stopped before the first first down. Excuse me. But he did a super job. 
Gain of 10 right there for the junior. He's up to I, 64 yards on his five I, carries. I'm beginning to think that I'll take back my comment about defensive tackling and stuff. I think these kids on both sides of the ball are just running extremely hard. They'll put it down just shy of the 30-yard line. Wing to the left is Schuler. They give to Barlow off that left side. He's looking for room. His second carry of the night's going to go for first down yardage and more. He's carrying people again wow. across the 40-yard line. Again, we've talked about it a million times, mm. it seems. The leg drive on this kid is incredible. Four, 13 more yards here for Barlow. He should have been stopped with seven-yard gain, and he just kept flying. What do you have, four kids hanging on to him? 65 yards rushing on just two carries there for Barlow, the three-time state qualifier in wrestling and uh, one-time state medalist now after last year. His, uh, <laughs> he's tough. First and 10 from the 42. Milligan under center. Give is on the sweep to Schuler. He's got some running room to the inside, outside, stiff arm, oh. and he's going to be wrapped up there. Tripped he, up. Yeah, he was. I, uh, I thought he was going to break that one. Yep. One leg. Nice work there. Uh, he couldn't shake that leg free yep. thanks to Colin Cassidy's tackle. And I think he ran into his own guy as well. There was some attempt to block somebody out, and he collided with him as well. But, uh, yeah, seven-yard gain. Yep. Second and call at four here Six yard after Schuler goes for a few. He's up to 55 carries on just three totes. 55 yards, rather. Split end to the left is Aiden Sutherland. On second and four from the 48. Wing left is Schuler. Barlow off the left side gets a good block from Crawford, and he'll tumble forward for a first down. Didn't get much, didn't need much. And, uh, hey, four more will move the sticks. Well, yep, yeah, they're moving it. I was going to say, they, they didn't initially, but they did again. And into Haverford territory. Uh, I mean, a score here for the Panthers, knowing they're going to get the ball back yeah. be, for, to start the second half. Be huge. Would be big. Now, again, plus, still a lot of time left, f- uh, 537 to play. Absolutely. But on top of the fact they stopped Haverford after a very oppor- great opportunity on a fumble recovery. Yep. So. All right, here we go. Under center is Milligan, first and 10 from the 48 of Haverford. Turns and gives to the fullback Crawford, who's stood up this time. Nice penetration that time. I think that's Corcoran getting through again. Nope, different guy this time. Nice work. Number 57, Henry Gillespie. So loss of a yard there, and Gillespie got free in the backfield. Second down and 11 for the Panthers. Inside of five minutes to play here before halftime. Break the huddle slowly. Approaching the ball. Jack Beck, your center, is over top of it. Double wing this time. Motion man is Schuler. They play fake and rolling to his left as Milligan stops. Fires underneath the flat. It's complete. And this is first down yardage and more. Crawford barreling his way inside the 30-yard line. Then a flag comes in on the near sideline. This might be unsportsmanlike. This is 50. It's, I mean, out of bounds on the left sideline is Crawford and Right here on the right sideline, I think uh, the Haverford coaching staff is upset. All right, they're going to say sideline warning. Okay, all right. So sideline warning, just asking the coaches to back up. But Crawford takes it down to the 29-yard line, gain of 20. And that was that same play that they couldn't connect to Crawford. I thought was thrown too hard, and that he had the same opportunity for open yardage in front of him. Nice work from Milligan on the connection there. And yep. That was a nice play for them a week ago. Uh, that's that's almost well. a slant pass. It really yeah. isn't, but it's... <laughs> As close as I may ever see from fullback in the flat there, gain of 20. And uh, from the 29 yard line, Strathaven in business, first and 10. 
From the left hash, Milligan under center. They crowd nine in the box, and this is Schuler bouncing outside, trying to turn the corner. Good stiff arm by Matt Schuler, and he'll run out of bounds. And wow, that was just a head slapped. Yeah, that was a two yard loss. He turned into a two yard gain. Yep, that was terrific stiff arm from Schuler. That was some Deacon Jones work. You guys can look that up, you players. <laughs> uh, you, you have to do some homework on uh, Deacon Jones. Yep. But uh, all right, they'll put it down at the 28-yard line. So gain of just one there for Schuler on a play that did not develop terribly well. No, he wanted to go off tackle, and there was nothing there, so he cut it outside and at least uh, you know made a yard. All right, second and nine from the 28. Split end to the left goes Mason Green. Wing to the left, and now they go off the left side, now you're going to get flags pre-snap. I think this is motion yep. on the Panthers. That looked like a disaster from the start. Yep, didn't go anywhere anyway. All right. So nobody seemed set or ready to go here, and you're going to back them up five yards, turn this to second down and 14. 4.28 to play here in the second quarter. Strathaven 21, Haverford 14. We've had a back and forth uh, over and over again with the offenses. Panthers have come up with three defensive stops. Haverford's only stop so far is uh, on a fumbled kickoff return. So the Panther offense... On their fourth possession, trying to put it in the end zone for the fourth time. Here, second and 14 from the 33. Split end to the left is Aiden Sutherland. Slot left goes Barlow. New formation here for the Panthers. Under center is Milligan. Turn, three-step drop. Fires to the outside. It's complete. This is Sutherland on the catch. He's going to spin his way across the 25-yard line. It'll bring up third down and short. So the split end, Sutherland, his first catch of the season. Goes out, takes it down to the 24 for a gain of nine, and Third and five feels a lot better for the Panthers. Oh, we're definitely in four-down territory, so they really have two downs to make this first down. Get to the 20 and then get into the red zone. Right on the money, and Sutherland, a nice big target, terrific hands. Peels his way for nine. All right, from the 23-yard line, third, and call it four. Sutherland split end to the right this time. Wing left is Schuler On third and five, they give inside, and this is Schuler on the counter. Explodes into the secondary, and he will go. Matt Schuler for the second time tonight is into the end zone 23 yards later. And up, you're going to get a flag. Yep. Let's see. Sutherland gets up a little worse for the wear, and now you're going to talk it over. Let's see. No one seems confident in the call here. Is this a penalty on Strathaven, perhaps? So, 23 yard touchdown run momentarily. For a Schuler, but we will see. Nice little counter play inside, but I don't know. <laughs> a lot of conversation. Panthers, yeah, Panthers offense stay on the field. Sutherland's staying on the field. He seems okay. And we'll wait for the signal. No, no, they're going to no pick flag. up the flag. No flag on the play. Touchdown. Luke Doherty pleading his case here on the Haverford sideline. And he's going to get an explanation from the official. But that is a 23-yard touchdown run for Matt Schuler, His second score of the night. And the Panthers put together one heck of a drive. 86-yard scoring drive for the Panthers. Another nice mix of run and pass. All right. On for his fourth extra point try is Charlie Shankweiler. But uh, the official's going to give Luke, Jocker, Luke Doherty a, a chance to state his case here. He's, uh, <laughs> he's giving him an earful, and 
Look, I mean, that's it's a big play. Uh, you know, if no if, doubt, if there was a hold or he thought there was a bad block or you know block, yeah. block in the back, I, whatever. I didn't see it, but yeah. you know, it doesn't You'd have it didn't to happen. Check it on the film. It was, uh, you know, we don't know for sure what happened. All we saw there was, you know, a, a really nice uh, design of that counter oh, yeah. play. I, you know, it faked me out momentarily, and all of a sudden, Schuler sort of exploding off the right side into our screen. And, uh, well, I say screen being live here at, at uh, Cornhawk Field, but he kind of came out of nowhere, and 23 yards later, he's in for the second time tonight. And it was typical Schuler running. I mean, he, he got a couple of guys had an opportunity to get him. He, you know, danced around him, kept his feet moving. I mean, just he gets out in the open field, and you better have a sure tackle in your hands if you plan on bringing him down. All right. All right. So the officials have things settled with the Haverford head coach, and uh, you're going to end up with the picked up the flag, touchdown is the call. All right. Sam Milligan will take a knee at the 10 yard line, awaiting the snap from Evan Meneker. Charlie Shankweiler's fourth extra point being lined up here with 3.45 to play here in the second quarter. Meneker to snap. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and Ooh. it is off the upright. No good. Shankweiler has that one hooked into the upright. So 27-14 is your score. 345 to play here before halftime. Haverford about to get the ball back and see if they can answer again. Be back in a moment right here on HavenFootball.net. Looking for a way to reach families in the Wallingford Swarthmore area as well as surrounding communities? Our football games are not only broadcast live, but they are also fully archived for one year, so our listeners can tune in at their leisure 24-7. Go to www.havenfootball.net and contact us for information on advertising on our Panther Broadcast Network. Link your company to the fun and excitement of Strathaven football. Panther football and your company, a great combination. This is CBS 3 Sports Director Beasley Reese, and you're listening to High School Football on www.havenfootball.net. Panther defense with two straight stops against the Haverford offense, and uh, you mix in now an 86-yard scoring drive. They chipped away at it, and then, boom, big play for Schuler again. 23 yards in for the score. Extra point no good. 27-14 is your score. Panthers on top, ready to kick it away again. And Charlie Shankweiler approaches and booms one. High, end over, and kick. It's going to back up Mahan back to his own three-yard line. Looks for room up the left hash mark, trying to turn outside momentarily. Does get the edge and then is slung down by the shirt collar by Evan Meneker. Nice work there as he got outside, but Meneker hangs on for the stop. Ball will be spotted at about the 33-yard line. And Tommy Wright in the offense trying to get something on the board here before halftime. Panthers will get the football back to start the second half, so Haverford trailing by two scores, wants to cut into it right here. Christian Pergolese, the tailback, stands behind right in the pistol and is a quarterback draw. Here comes Wright again. He's off the right side this time. He's going to da- dance his way towards Chase Nangle and then is wrapped up. Looks like Sutherland makes uh, the stop. Out to the Panther 40-yard line. So nice work. Gain of seven. Sorry, Schuler on the stop. But a gain of seven for Wright, who's been awfully busy. Uh, 58 yards rushing mm-hmm. on nine carries. That's uh, more than what we've seen 
uh, more carries for the quarterback than what we've seen over the first couple weeks. And Haverford uh, does well not to get uh, 12 men in the huddle there, get, get their man off the field. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Pistol look on second down and about four. Rolling to his left, eyes downfield, his right. Now he's going to be wrapped up momentarily. Steps away from Perlman, launches it deep down the field. It is incomplete. Excellent coverage by Connor. Got into a jump ball situation deep down the field inside the 20. And that was a great throw. I can make the argument that the receiver, who was receiving? Number nine? Who was that? Uh, number five, Ethan uh, Mahan. Okay. If he had kept running rather than stopped to pick that ball, he might have caught that. That was slightly overthrown. Um, but he was covered, but a leading pass, if he kept moving, he might have caught that. How about the Houdini act from yeah, right to get away, away from, from, and from throw Perlman? A, a pass that nicely as well under under pressure. Third down and almost four. Back to pass his right. Looking, he fires underneath complete to Mayhan, who's into the secondary and into the Strathaven territory down at the 44-yard line. Nice work there. Gain of 16 for Mayhan, who's third catch of the night as the Ford's in business. So five straight incompletions for Wright before that connection, and that's a biggie. 2.33 to play here before half. Haverford still with all three timeouts in their pocket. First and 10 from the Haven 44. Wright back to pass, looking, fires out to the left, in and out of the hands. Mahan couldn't squeeze that one. A little too much heat on that fastball, maybe. And it brings up second down. 62 yards passing for Tommy Wright. On one, two, three, four, five out of 13. But a number of these have been on the money, just uh, yep. couldn't, receivers couldn't squeeze it. Second down and 10 from the Panther 44. Stack look, two receivers stacked to either side. Back of passing, you're going to get flags first. Pre-snap flags, you're going to get offsides on the Panthers, I believe. Offsides on the defense pre-snap. That will not make mm. the coaching staff happy there. As uh, somebody may have... I didn't see anybody jump. I think they lined up. I I think they lined up in the neutral zone. Yep. Nobody seemed to jump pre-snap, but either way, that's a second down and five. So a freebie there. First penalty tonight against the Panthers. Second down and five now from the 39-yard line. Haverford trying to cut into a 27-14 deficit. Two receiver to the left, one to the right. Right is back to pass. Looking, steps up in the pocket. Still looking, fires and knocked down by Crawford. Got the big paw on it, reaching wow. out at the hash mark and, and that, swats it down. And that was midfield. I mean, the ball was not thrown anywhere near. Well, obviously it was near enough. He swatted it down, but he wasn't uh, covering anybody. He was just playing middle of the field and caught a hand on it. Right is, uh, he's going to be a good one. This this kid, I mean, there's the designed runs, and he's, he's you know, more than capable runner, right. but he keeps his eyes downfield when he buys time in the pocket very well. Third down and five from the 39. Back to pass again. Looking, fire into the hash mark complete. And Mahan steps between two tacklers and lunges for a first down. Barlow on the stop, but not before he drops at the 30-yard line for a gain of nine and another Ford's first down. 58 yards on four catches now for Mahan. Clock ticks. 2.09, 2.08 and counting to play here in the first half. First and 10 at the Panther 29. The Ford's trailing by 13. Right, give inside, right up the middle, goes Snell into the secondary. He's explosive, and Barlow hangs on for dear life to drop him, but they'll give him 11 more and a first down. Right seems to have, I'm sorry, uh, Cassidy rather. Cassidy with four carries for 34 yards. He seems to have more of a burst than Pergolese, who's kind of your sledgehammer straight ahead kind of back. 
Cassidy in the backfield in the pistol here. Two receivers to the left. They'll give it to Cass. Nope, it's going to be right. He pulls it out of his belly. Option to the left. Going to keep it and ridden out of bounds here. We'll check the spot here. That first down carry. Barlow again on another stop, and he's making more tackles than they'd like to see. Yep. <laughs> uh, Only about a yard gain there. And maybe one. They're going to put it down at about the 18. Good, good eyes, Mike. I'm actually watching this, the uh, officials and the, the chains on the other side of the field. <laughs> okay, good. Because you're right. You can't see anything right. on this side. <laughs> All right. Still hard to... Second down, and, number on the far side. second down and nine. Two receivers on the right, and Tommy Wright's back to pass again. Looking, a little bubble screen underneath, complete. And this is Cassidy's going to be dragged down from behind by Crawford, but they'll give him the 10-yard line. And I believe... Uh, Won't be the first. Third and about two. Yeah, yeah. Third, third and, and about a, two. Well, third and one, really. Okay. So Cassidy, his first catch of the night, goes for about eight. Third down and one. From the Panther 10-yard line, pistol look again. 101 and counting to play here in the first half. High snap again. Cassidy takes the handoff off the left side. He's going to be dropped quickly. Nice work by Barlow. And I think he's going to be short, may have even lost a yard. And now you're going to get timeout Haverford with 50 seconds to play before half as they're looking, I believe, at fourth and one or fourth and two. Wow. Yeah, that's that's... (laughs) Well, well, I'll tell you, Haverford cannot be denied again. It, it would be two times in a row that, where they got the fumble on short short yardage and couldn't do anything with it. And now here, they're, they've driven the length of the field. They're down at the 10-yard line, 8-yard line. And if they lose this opportunity, that's going to hurt big time. And two two plays that, that have hurt, you know, that last one and then the fourth down play on the last drive, both were high snaps. The high snap from center, you know, on that uh, out of that pistol especially, Really disrupts your timing, and, yep. and Panthers uh, swarm to the ball a little, little more well, quickly. It gives that you way. an extra second, and when yep. plays are six second, six or seven seconds long, you know you're increasing your time by fifteen, twenty percent of reaction. Yep. That's that's a lot. So it's, uh, I tell you, I think the Panthers are in a battle that they did not necessarily expect tonight. Oh, I think they were. I thought they, they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were. Yeah. They were pre- I think they're ready. Stuff. They knew they're. I mean, this team is. Big and strong. I mean, Panthers are giving up size up front, and it's starting. Certainly has showed itself mm-hmm. uh, in in a few different ways. Here. Absolutely. All right, fourth and one from the ten yard line, under center for the first time is right out of the eye. They give it to the fullback and pushing his way for maybe enough. We'll see. They will unpile. Colin Reynolds needed about a yard. He got in a second effort because he got stopped initially, and Let's then see. lunged. Clock is stopped momentarily. You going to measure? They might yeah. measure this. They're going yeah, to measure, measure it. They put the fullback in there. It was uh, number 12's first carry of the night. That's the senior, Colin Reynolds. He also pulled a quick, little quick snap off there, trying to catch Haven off well, guard. Well, like I said. Because yeah. pretty much as soon as they were set, they went. And, and I thought that, that the running back got popped initially and then kept digging and, and yeah. went forward again. It's so hard to tell from the angle yeah. we have all right, they will stretch the chains, and first down. first down. He got just enough. Colin Reynolds needed a yard, and he got maybe that and an inch. All right, first and goal. Panthers now on their heels need to make a stop here from the nine-yard line. Well, Haverford's got what, two timeouts? One well, now timeout. a timeout here, so one timeout remaining after this. So the, we'll take a, why don't we take a short timeout with them? 
Okay. One timeout to go here for Haverford. They trail 27-14, and uh, the Panthers trying to get a stop before halftime. Be back in just a moment on havenfootball.net. Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate Parent-Teen Driving Contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate Stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good. Right here at havenfootball.net. Thanks, Murph. Here we go. First and goal from the nine. Pistol look for Haverford. They're trying to crack the Haven defense here. Back to pass is right. Has all sorts of time. Now runs out of time. Runs out of the pocket. going to keep it himself. Aiming for the goal line. He'll be stopped just shy. Just shy. Mm-hmm. Nice decision there from right. Terrific uh, pass protection momentarily. It broke down, and now they're going to call timeout. Yep. That's the final timeout, I believe, for Haverford with 33 seconds to play here before half. So now. Yeah, but they're on the one-yard <laughs> line. At the one, right. And we've talked about this. It is so difficult for a high school team yeah. to put up a defense on the one-yard line. Frankly, though, the Panthers need to, if they can get a stop on this first play, then it's a scramble. The clock's yep. going to run. Right. <laughs> And then you're trying to get guys lined up quickly to run all, run basically two plays. So, but that scramble can have a detrimental yeah. effect on both sides of the yes. ball. Yes. So here, uh, Coach Doherty for the Fords, you know, he's got to come up with his best play right here. He needs to punch this thing in oh, from the just, two. I would just send his quarterback. Yeah, I mean, well, I, you know, how difficult can that be? You putting him under center or are you going out of the pistol? I, I would. I mean, okay. I, you know, you got big kids up front. They can't block a, a yard off the ball. Yeah. I, you know. And, and your quarterback's tall and lean. He's just got to basically fall forward. Um, right. So they're going to put it at the two-yard line. I certainly wouldn't want him in a, any kind of a shotgun where I'm putting the ball four yards beyond the, the line. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. And uh, Coach Doherty agrees, too, here. All right. I formation behind right. Split end to the right is Caruso. Two tight ends. Second and goal from the two. Keeper for right. He's going to push the pile forward. In for the touchdown. They get the signal and a nice push up front. Great job for that. As you said, Mike, the interior line, you've got that size up front. Mike Powell at 285. Corcoran and Tashione at 260 and 270. Uh, you know, that's <laughs> go behind your big boys there. Sure. And Tommy Wright's second rushing touchdown of this quarter has cut the lead now to 27-20 with an extra point pending. All right. Just 28 seconds to play here in the first half. Extra point is up and good. And the Fords, they are ready to battle here on first responders night. They will not go quietly on their home turf. We'll take a short time out. Be back for the final 28 seconds of the first half. Maybe the Panthers can answer. Who knows? We'll find out in a moment on havenfootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961. And they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. 
Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. All right, 28 seconds to play here before halftime, and the Ford's ready to kick it away. Sideman, squib kick. It's going to angle out of bounds, and so the Panthers will get it at their 35. They have all three timeouts. They have 28 seconds to play here before half. They have scored on plays of 52, 49, and 50, and 23 yards in the run game. I still, though, I, I would be awfully cautious about, you know, trying to open it up for a, a big play. I think you're... Keep it on the ground, and if you pop one, then great. But, well, Pete's, uh, Pete's voting for a long pass. Yeah. I be, just don't see Clancy doing that. It would be special to, to see it. And Particularly if they that being it. said, right. <laughs> I think if you turn it over and give Haverford anything to cheer about in the final 28 seconds, you're kicking yourself at halftime. Yep. All right, I'll here we go. at the 40. Right. Okay, out of bounds at the 40 uh, on the kickoff. So the ball at the 40. And here we go, two tight ends. Schuler in the backfield. Wing to the right, and now right. taking a snap and taking a knee is Milligan, and that will do it for the first half. So, whoo! Well, the Panthers gave up 20 points in the first two games. They've given up 21 through the first half here tonight. Can't say we're entirely surprised. Haverford, they've got some weapons, they've got some size, and they have some fight tonight. And the Panthers have been explosive offensively. So, well, Panthers will get the ball to start the second half. But in the meantime, at halftime, we will take a few minutes and uh, hear... Some chatter from Andrew and Pete. We will hear uh, a special 9-11 tribute that Mike has put together. And uh, we will maybe even, if there's time, break in for a few uh, final scores from games last night and earlier today in and around the Delaware Valley. So, uh, got halftime coming up. Strathaven Marching Band getting ready to rock and roll, too. Be back in a moment on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? 
Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give them a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At The Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Folgenetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Welcome back to Haverford High School, where the score is your Panthers 27, Haverford 21, and a very well-fought, tough game for both teams. The difference now is the six points with uh, Haven missing the last field goal they attempted. I'm sorry, extra point. And today is, of course, the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And I can't say we've prepared, but we have picked up a little five-minute piece on that, and we'll be back right afterwards uh, for those of you who remember 9-11, who were around during then, this is basically the sights and sounds of that day. And we'll be back to discuss football after we're through. The gargantuan explosion. Oh, my God, I don't believe it. The northeast corner has exploded in the most incredible explosion. Flames are flying out of the building. They're five, ten stories high now. Black billowing smoke. The building corner, the whole entire corner is gone. Both World Trade Center buildings in New York City right now, heaps of rubble. At 9 o'clock this morning, a plane crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center in Lower Manhattan. I heard the noise. I was in my office and I heard the guys screaming. So I ran out and, it, and everybody was saying, oh my God, and they're in tears, they're crying. Everybody's upset. I was trying to make phone calls. I looked up and I heard an explosion. And then I saw everybody in the street react first. People crying, people on the ground, everybody lying down. And then I looked up and I saw the, and I saw this huge plume of smoke and the tower just crumbling. And it, and it just turned into a huge plume of smoke. And next thing you know, there's smoke in one tower. Shortly after 9 o'clock, a second plane crashed into the second tower. Oh, my God. I heard a noise coming in incredibly low. And then um, I heard, I was standing here looking out the window, and I knew it was going to crash and something was going to hit the building. I dove away from the window because I thought the explosion was going to implode the windows and I'd be shattered with, with glass flying out. As soon as it hit, I came back and there was a ball of flame. I'm, I'm still shaking. I saw it hit the tower and flame everywhere. Then minutes later, President Bush in Sarasota, Florida, called those crashes an apparent terrorist attack and a national tragedy. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. Terrorism against our nation will not stand. May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Then an aircraft crashes near the Pentagon just outside of Washington, D.C. in northern Virginia about an hour after those attacks in New York. Looking out our 12th floor windows at 1600 Wilson Boulevard in uh, Roslyn, Virginia, and I watched this. It looked like a commuter plane, two engines come down from the south real low. Uh, proceed right on and crash right into the uh, Pentagon. Then shortly after 10 o'clock this morning, one World Trade Center tower in New York collapsed. Lots of smoke, and then the next thing I heard an explosion, and the building on the top, the south building, just crumbled. Just after 10.30 this morning, the other World Trade Center tower collapsed. We were standing there looking up at flames coming out of the building and smoke billowing out of the building, and, and police and FBI everywhere, and suddenly we heard a rumble, and the sky was full of smoke. Everybody read crowds of people running through, I mean, shouting out to each other not to fall into the subway entrances. So it's 
just truly amazing because yesterday afternoon we were sitting in the World Trade Plaza Center having lunch and so now those two buildings are completely destroyed. So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. Freedom itself was attacked this morning by a faceless coward, and freedom will be defended. Make no mistake, the United States will hunt down and punish those responsible for these cowardly acts. We will do whatever is necessary to protect America. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. And we're back at Haverford High School where the score is 27-21 in favor of the Panthers. And, Pete, what's your observations tonight? My observations are this is a shootout. Uh, The one thing that really stood out was our three runners who we call the three-headed monster, each one of them on their first carry from scrimmage scored a touchdown. I mean, you couldn't predicted any better than that a three-headed monster each head gets a touch and each head scores and you're up 21 to 70 and Haverford did score first so they needed to come back and but this Haverford team's not going away easy they have a very good balanced attack Mike they run the ball extremely well and they can throw the ball well and they have a very big line so I mean this is a 27-21 Haven lead I'm hoping that that extra point doesn't come come back back to haunt them because one of the Reporters in the paper, as you know, called for a one-point loss. And wouldn't that be ironic if there's yeah, the point? Yeah, he's right. But, you know, we got a six-point lead. We're going to get the ball in a second half. 
I think it's utmost important to come out and score because if Haverford holds us and they get the ball back with the momentum and all, they more than likely will, <coughs> will go in there and take a one-point lead. Well, certainly Haven has shown the ability to stop the Fords. Not so much the Fords show an ability to stop Haven. And I think that that has to continue, obviously, for the second half. I don't think it's critical that Haven score on their first possession, but it certainly would be a little bit of a relief. And I, th- I think if they're going to score, they got to go on the edges, like Brian was saying. This team up the middle, Haverford's very big, 260, 270, whatever. They're, they're huge in the middle. And uh, But w- when you have the speed that Panthers have, you want to take the speed outside and, and use your speed to, to be effective. You get Matt Shore turning the corner. You get Barlow's, and then you get inside with Crawford. I mean, you've got three good runners there, and they've got to take advantage of that. Well, I think, and you've seen it, they've got that really neat halfback or fullback pass. You know, it's, it's a five-yard pass, but it tends to be towards green, to, to green land here and uh, with plenty of green in front of them, and I think that's uh, something that they should be looking more at. We really haven't turned um, uh, Milligan loose on the, on the passing game. Well, you know game. what? Milligan, at one time, he rolled out. He got nine or ten yards. I, he could do that. He could gain yards oh, on sure, more runs if he sure. tried it, and he may have to do that to open up open up the middle a little bit. Well, and and you know Tommy Wright for for Haverford has just been exceptional back there. And I I would say that with uh, of the passes that have not been completed, uh, a lot of drops. A lot of drops. So he's gotten the drops. ball where it needs to be. Yeah, he's, I, he's there's that one long pass. Uh, as I said during the broadcast, if he had made it, if, if the receiver continued to run rather than turn back for the ball, it might have fallen he, into his hands. He's very accurate, too, Mike. Uh, you know, he's got a very, uh, Brian was pointing out, you know, he looks downfield very effectively. Yeah. He's, he, he, he's really a good quarterback, and, and he's going to become even more awesome as he understands the game better. Yeah, he, some people, some kids play the position, but he is a quarterback. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I think it would really disrupt him if they could they could get an interception on this. They could really make him start second-guessing himself and, and take that extra look before he throws the ball, and that could be a killer. I mean, you don't... He, he, but, but with his, the big line in front of him, they're, they're not getting enough pressure on him, and I don't, I don't know if the Panthers can get to him. Well, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if they can, but I'm, I'm wondering if, if we can... You know, we've got enough speed in the, with the cornerbacks and, and uh, um, uh, safeties that maybe they could stand back, read the play, and then, and then make a grab. Andrew, what's, what's your thoughts? They've looked, both both teams have looked pretty good. Tommy Wright passing, running, he's been able to do it all in this first half. He's been very, very impressive. The way he keeps his eyes down the field when he's in trouble, when there's nothing there on his first read, he's always looking to run, always looking downfield. But he's made he's made the plays with his arms. His receivers just haven't helped him out at right, much. Right. And right. on the Strathaven side of the ball, the line's been doing fine against the. Bigger Haverford line, but everything else. Well, you seems... say that they're doing fine. I mean, they've been several runs up the gut. They're, yeah. they're break tackles have been broken. I mean, I think the running uh, I think has been a little I, bit better for Strathaven than the line. Well, I think we've got speed, but I think both run both teams running backs are extremely strong. They really drive their legs. They really hit the holes at one hundred and ten percent. And I think that's showing on the amount of broken tackles, the extra yardage after first contact, and neither neither runner. On for none of the runners give up anything on first contact. They're driving their legs right. through contact. Nobody's they, going down easy. They they want the contact. Right. They're looking for the contact and they drive through the contact, gaining extra yards with every right. 
Yeah. And, and then you got guys like Schuler who just, if they get out in the open field, can turn on the speed yeah. and pretty much outrun anybody. Good luck catching Schuler yeah. in the yeah. open field. So, Eagles. Oh, you want to talk about? Eagles? Well, let's let's mention the Phillies. That's the end of that. Okay, we um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eagles play tomorrow. Pete has hopeful expectations, as I'm sure much of Philadelphia does. Well, I'm not yeah. in that group. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been following this team since. Well, since you were in kindergarten, Mike. Yeah, and I know. And you've got one championship we won't talk to show about for. That, but, right. uh, this is the most, I don't know, the, the word I want to use, the most interesting season coming up because we have new players, we have new coaches, we have new systems. They could come out and absolutely get blown out, or they could come, come out and actually blow out the Falcons tomorrow. I really think with all the weapons that the Eagles have, and they have three – Really good receivers. They have a Heisman Trophy winner in Devontae Smith. Quest Watson has developed into the speed back with a 4 2 uh, Then they got Jalen Rager, who will probably improve over his poor performance last year. Uh, and they got – think there's a guy – I want you to remember this name. Uh, Kenneth uh, Gainwell. Kenny Gainwell. Kenny Gainwell. Tomorrow he, he could be a very important factor. So they got so many weapons, and if everybody's covered, Jalen Hurts can turn the corner himself. So I see so many ways to attack, and, and they have their whole line – uh, you know, they're all they're all pros and all they're all healthy for the first game. They, they should be able to move the ball. Well, they're they're the all healthy because none of them have played. So well, we'll it see. doesn't matter. They're healthy. That's all that matters. I think but, that's one of the biggest things for the Eagles so if, this if, season from last season. Well, yeah, you got to stay you, healthy. Is you have healthy your offensive line when healthy is one of the top five, is a top five offensive line in the NFL. Right, and you could say, and the defensive line too is probably top ten. And you're getting a guy back in uh, that you signed a couple years ago, fully healthy. In, well, but yeah. but, but being healthy or having Cox. healthy players is a, a matter of luck. That's like saying, well, if we if we stay yeah. lucky, just, just look at the know, Ravens we'll running well. back situation in the past. Well, any team month, if, in the past month they've lost their three top you, guys. You know, what, one of the reasons that that there's never been a successful football league to counter the NFL is because people are not willing to watch sub-level talent. And the problem is when you get when you get beyond the second string, third string players who are in the NFL are so far below talent of the first string players. And who and who will another league attract? They can't attract NFL players because if they get in the NFL, they'll be in the NFL. So they're attracting third and fourth string players who in and of themselves as athletes are spectacular, but they're not of the caliber of the NFL. And and so you know, when you suffer, you know, three running back injuries, you don't. Have, nobody can afford the depth to have the backup for that. Now, maybe somebody will show up who can be very, very good, but the the the, the health situation is what it's going to be. I mean, you hope nobody gets hurt, you hope you stay healthy, and you hope you go forward. But good teams need to adapt somehow to their health situations, and and we got a very young coach. And I don't know what to expect. that. That's the biggest you got unknown. Young to Young coaches all across the line. Defensive yeah. coach. Uh, the quarterbacks coach, they're all young. They're all not, not the offensive line coach, Jeff Soutland. He's been there well, yeah. since before but I mean Doug the, was there. But I mean the quarterbacks coach and, you know, the, the defensive coach, they're well, all around 40 years they're old. They're going to have to adjust their game mid-game, obviously. Every yeah. NFL coach does. And that's that, a head coach job. Now he gets input. That's the biggest thing to look for oh, that's, is that's, how that's, does this young coaching staff adapt in-game? Right. Well, this and time the one next thing, week. We, the one thing we don't know, they're supposed to have so many unusual trick plays up their sleeve. They showed nothing in preseason. Right. Well, so, nobody shows anything in but preseason. I mean, yeah. 
from what I'm hearing about from practice from some of the sports guys that follow the team, they said there's some really unusual uh, formations. Well, and, and that's fine, and that, that may put you in a great position in the first or second game. Absolutely. But as we found from Chip, uh, from Chip Kelly. Chip, Chip Kelly. I want to say Chip Carroll, who was our old AD. At yeah. Chip Kelly, you know, that kind of novelty can be great for a game or two, but it ain't going to win as, divisions. As soon as teams get it on film, they, they'll find it. Yeah. They'll well, figure absolutely. out how to that's stop the it. the NFL. If you can win a couple games with it, that's what you got to do. Yeah, but then what, but what, no, what but are then you using how, to win after that? But you just play, then you've got to change them yeah. up, change up those plays. Well, you have to be. adjust. The, the coaches that can adjust are winners. Right. So we'll absolutely. see. We'll see what we got. We'll That's absolutely all. see. All right. Well, listen, we're going to come back in a few minutes for the final whatever scores we're going to talk about because it's Saturday night and all the games have been played. But we'll be back for the scores right now. Haven is 27. Haverford's 21. We'll be back for the second half in just a few minutes. You're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit. Or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight, to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are... The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times. All high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic. Taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Folginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Welcome back to AC Cornog Field here at Haverford High School. Strathaven 27, Haverford 21, as we're just a couple minutes away from starting the second half here. Some uh, fireworks on both sides. Strathaven with the, with the big plays, and Haverford with three very methodical, nice, uh, nicely balanced scoring drives. And, uh, again, lots of credit to first-year coach Luke Dougherty for 
keeping things rolling here at Haverford, who are trying to avoid back-to-back losses in consecutive years to Strathaven on this field. And uh, for the Panthers, uh, that's that's a tall task to come in and beat uh, a team like this two years in a row on their field and have uh, some work to do on the defensive side of the ball, some halftime statistics uh, for Haverford. Uh, Tommy Wright, 7 out of 16 for 79 yards uh, throwing it. Uh, he is also their leading rusher with 11 carries for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Pergolisi with uh, 12 carries for 38 yards and the other Haverford score. And then you mix in the, the junior who got some carries in that second quarter. Five carries for 34 yards for Colin Cassidy. Uh, so a little more balance there for Haverford. And uh, number 12, the senior uh, Reynolds, Colin Reynolds, with a one-yard run on his only carry to pick up a four, uh, first down on that fourth and fourth and a yard inside the Panther 10. So that was a big play for Haverford. On the receiving side of things, as expected, Ethan Mahan, your leading receiver in the game, four carries for fi- I'm sorry, four catches for 58 yards. Pergolese one catch for four yards. Rogers one for six and one catch for eight yards for Colin Cassidy. On the Strathaven side of things. Sam Milligan, two for three, throwing it for 29 yards. One catch for Aiden Sutherland for nine yards and 20 yards uh, receiving for Crawford. And then the Panther rushing game, 15 carries, 230 yards. They're averaging over 15 yards a carry uh, through the first half. Crawford, six for 63. Barlow, uh, three for 66. And Schuler five for 79. Milligan, one carry for 11 yards. And, uh, you know, again... And, you know, time possession is going to go away for, for Harrow. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, the Panthers ran. They scored on three consecutive snaps. We don't remember the last time we, we've seen that, honestly. No. And uh, no, all I, three. I, I, I will tell you there was a, a game here late in the season years ago where it was like 7-7, and, and within the next minute, I think, Strathaven managed to score three times. Because yeah. one of the conversations was, what do you tell your kids when you're locker room? I mean, you were yeah. in this thing, and then one minute later, you're down by 21 points. Yeah, but there was a defensive or a special team score mixed in yeah, there. Oh, this I'm sure was, it was interception, maybe yeah. a pick six or something. This yeah. was extremely unusual that, that all three were uh, snaps from center. Right. A couple other quick scores of note from earlier this weekend. Uh, we'll just stick we're, as we're approaching the second half here. Uh, around the Central League. Upper Darby knocked off Radnor today, 17 to nothing. Uh, Garnet Valley, Ridley, Conestoga, all winners last night. Sideman ready to go here. High, low line drive kick. It's going to take a hop and roll into the end zone for a touchback, and the Panthers with a long field in front of them to start this third quarter. All right, Panthers moving left to right as we start this second quarter. I'm sorry, second half, rather, third quarter. <laughs> and uh, Sam Milligan... And the offense trying to get things going. And you start to wonder also the Panther defense on the field for a good chunk of that first half. Do they, with so many two-way starters, do they start to show some wear and tear on the defensive side of the ball? There's, there's this gut feeling in the booth right now to say that you feel like you're going to have to score almost every possession tonight. All right, Panthers have it with two tight ends and a wing tee. Wing to left is Schuler. Uh, you're going to have a false start to start things. Not a good uh, start there for the Panthers. Jeez. That'll put you off schedule. First and 15 now. They'll march it back to the 15-yard line yep. as they seem to be moving on the right side of the line and, uh, you know, fumbled snap and uh, just a great bit of ugliness there. All right. So they'll try it again from the 15-yard line. First down and 15 yards to go. Milligan jogs in the play. We will have stats and 
score stats and uh, play of the game uh, set up over the next couple of days. Yeah, couple that of may days, take a couple of days, right? A couple of days, but uh, hopefully more plays to make here as we start this third quarter. Here's Barlow off the left side on his first tote of this second half, and he'll stretch it out past the original line of scrimmage uh, out to just over the 20-yard line, gain of about, f- call it five, for Chase. 71 yards now on just four carries. If you're looking for our Twitter feed where Brian does a quick recording about a synopsis of the score, uh, my phone is doing something crazy. I can't get through on Twitter, so we're done with that for the night in case you're looking for it. We will have score updates, though, just uh, typing typing in notes. Right. All right, here we go. Second down and a long nine. They give inside. This is Crawford plowing his way, still pushing the pile across the 25 out to the 27. It'll bring up third down and about three. That's uh, just a quick hitter on the trap play. And Crawford, he's averaging 10 yards a carry tonight. Panthers now with third down and almost four. They'll put it just outside of their 27-yard line. They need the 30-yard line for a first down here. Wing T with two tight ends. Milligan under center. Nine men in the box. And on the sweep here, this oh. end going nowhere is uh, Schuler. Nice penetration there from the corner that time. Number eight with a big play there. Ben Fleming crashing in. And Schuler had to hurdle a pileup <laughs> at his feet there. And he'll lose a few. Back to the 22-yard line. Loss of five on the play. And the punt team on for the first time tonight. We'll see if this is Shankweiler or Milligan. Panthers have punted only once uh, this season, and this will be Milligan. Their only punt came late in the fourth quarter of the uh, Interboro game when the game was well out of hand. So here's Milligan's first punt attempt of the season. He takes a snap and hits a line drive. It's going to take a hop at the 45, and they will get away from it. Snell steps away from it. It'll take a Strathaven roll down to the 39-yard line. So 39 on the punt, no return, and the Haverford offense will take over right there. First down. Well, the the first objective we thought about was Haven scoring on the the first possession of the second half. That did not happen. Now we'll see whether they can keep Haverford out of the end zone. And, of course, we have that one point staring us in the face of the missed extra points. All right. So a little issue on the near sideline. Mario Tachione, one of the big offensive guards here for the Fords, is sitting on the sideline dealing with hopefully a minor injury. So a substitution on the line to start things for Haverford. Give inside is to Pergolisi, and he'll go for a couple. Maybe two or three. Nice work there by the Panther defense collapsing quickly. Fuscus on the stop. They'll give him out to the 42. So call it a three-yard gain for Pergolisi. He's up to 41 yards on his 13 totes tonight. Tascione went back in. Tascione went back in, yep. And uh, 66. That's Burke Julian who checks out. Second down and seven. Right in the gun, four wide receivers, two to either side. Takes the snap. It's Pergolisi off the right side again. Very good push that time. You can see the line of scrimmage move. (laughs) Panthers are collapsing quickly, and they're making all the tackles they usually make. It's just three or four yards downfield. Nice push there up front for the Fords. Gain of four more, third down and three. Those look like Tashioni's limping a little bit. We'll see if they maybe try to spell him on defense, uh, perhaps. Mayhan split to the near side. Caruso to the far side. Slot left is Applebaum. Pistol look here on third down and three. Right. Pulls it. 
Going to fire to this near sideline. It's caught by Mahan, who slips a tackle. He's got some room on this near sideline. Pulling away from people at the 30. And down inside the 30 to the 20. Uh, we'll see where they spot it. They'll put him right down on the 30-yard line. Nice work there on the make a miss for well, Mahan. Schuler ran at him at extremely high speed. And, I, you know, I'm not sure that's... That's a good idea because it does allow a very slight move of the, of, of the, the running back or the receiver to just step aside, and you go right by him, which is pretty much happened with Schuler. Gain of 24 on the play. Here we go. Shotgun again. Three wide receivers to the right this time. Right's going to fire again to the outside, and it's uh, Mahan again. They're just going to try to keep playing catch over there. Austin Connor on the stop. Spins him out of bounds. I'm sorry. Now, that was... Uh, Different receiver that time. Not Mayhem. They, they split Colin Reynolds out there. So, they'll put this down on the... Th- Hard to see the sight lines. Oh, my. Gain 25. of about five. All right. Gain of about five on the play for Reynolds on her first catch of the night. Second down and five. Right. Turns right and right up the middle and going nowhere. Waiting for him that time is Nate Perlman. Nice work there as, uh, by Perlman as he swallows up Cassidy for... Call it no, no gain. gain. Third and five upcoming. Yeah, but now we're in four down four territory. Four down territory yep. indeed, unless you get a seriously negative play here. Well, you've only seen yeah. one negative play for Everford all night, yeah, right? pretty much. Tashione's going to check out again. Julian checks back in. All right, here we go. Two receivers to the right. Right is looking that way on third and five. He's hit as he throws. It is juggled and nearly intercepted, knocked away by Schuler, and he'd love to have that one back. Close, that wasn't pass interference, boy. That could have been thrown. He jumped the route, and uh, Wright was hit as he threw it. Good pressure that time from the front four. Yep. It'll bring up fourth and five, and ooh, Schuler would love to have that one mm-hmm. back. So Panthers need to make one more stop here. At their own 25-yard line, they lead by just six. Harrington checks in into the secondary with a nickel look. On fourth and five. Back, looking, stepping up in the pocket is right. Pocket collapses, fires incomplete. Nicely done by the pass rush. Blitz was coming, and it's a little too hot to handle for Reynolds. Yeah, kind of went through his hands. It was there, but it was really thrown hard and put his hands up over his head and just went right through. So the... Both teams trade defensive stops to start this third quarter. Panthers will take over at their own 25-yard line. First and 10 with 7.24 to play here in the third. They lead by six. And uh, after a three and out to start the third quarter, trying to build on something a little different here. Of course, a five-yard penalty disrupted things pretty, uh, pretty badly on the last possession. Again with two tight ends. Sutherland to the left. Perlman to the right, and the give is to Crawford with running room, bounces out to the left side, still on his feet, first down and more, cuts back to his right. Into the secondary he goes, flag comes on the play. Crawford tumbles down across midfield, but I think this one's coming back, and the Panthers are frustrated. Oh, my. That's a shame, because you're going to put this down. Crawford had uh, himself a 30-yard run or so, Yep. but the flag's going to march it back. Spot foul from, I believe, about the 40 where are they? We're going to mark this off from about the 42. Back to the 32. You're still going to come up with... Uh, <laughs> yeah, be second and first seven and, or something. Yeah, or second first and three. And, first and first, short. Yeah, yeah first and first short. First and three. Yeah. Three. All right. So, the That's penalty... That's not what you see every day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. They're going to put this down at the 34-yard line. It's going to bring up 
Third down. I'm first, sorry. First, first and down two. And two. First and two. Uh, no, first um, and first, first. They gave him the first down? Okay. I, why are they moving the chains? I'm that's, confused here. That's strange. Maybe because he made the first down and they okay. counted back from All there? Right. That's well, probably what it is. All right, here we go. First and 10 from the 20, uh, 35, and now it's a sweep to the left side. This is short, uh, Barlow. He's running through tacklers out to the 45-yard line. Gain of 12 for Barlow. Nice block there from Crawford after he came off that fake handoff. Take me out momentarily with the, the Mustang. I, I'm telling you, the strength for, for you know Haven has been around the side, around the ends of the field. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you got to keep running up the middle, and of course you can break it loose. But um, boy, they have just great, great pulling and and great speed going around the corners. First and ten from their own 45. Panthers trying to get some momentum here. Under center is Milligan. Quick trap play. This is Crawford is going to push his way past midfield oh. to the 49-yard line. Great six, running. Six tough yards there and good lean from big 32. Way to fall forward. Yep. Well, his legs, were, he was he was stopped with a three-yard gain and just kept pushing and dragging and, and finally spun around and fell forward for six yards. Second and four as the Panthers sneak across the 50-yard line into Ford's territory. Tight end to the right is Sutherland. Green to the left. Play fake and rolling out as Milligan steps away from one man. He's going to tuck it and run. Looking for a block. Gets it from Crawford. 40, 35. Steps away. Now you're going to oh, get a block in the back. No. Milligan's going to be inside the 10 down near the 9-yard line, and I think you're going to get a block in the back. I think that's a bad that's, call. That's now, a very, very questionable call. Well, we'll see. The one up by Crawford I think was clean. I think the split end coming back, maybe. I thought he caught him on the side. I really do. So Milligan's scramble for 40 yards is also coming back. We're going to have some weird uh, well, statistics it, here. Because yeah. <laughs> you're going to march it back. Okay. I think from the, from the spot from of the, the foul is going to be a new first down. Yeah, right. It's going to give him a gain of 11. Yep. They'll net, net 11, 11 and move. Right. Yeah, they're going to net 11 yards out of this and move it. To the 44-yard uh, line. So first down from the 44. Coach Clancy, you can see his hands up in the air over there, just frustrated. Two big penalties here against the Panthers this drive. What you can say is you've, you see Sam Milligan's speed. Right. <laughs> Motion man is Barlow. On first and 10, Crawford off the left side. He'll push the pile for a couple. Not much doing that time. Nice work there by the Haverford front four. Getting uh, off their blocks. That's Powell. Along with seventy-eight, Mike McNicholas. Yeah, on, on the last uh, uh, Milligan run, was that a? You think he was looking to throw and it just took off because he had the uh, green front? Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, it's that's, it's like an option kind of a yeah, play. Okay. It's a rollout, and if you have room, go. Um, sort of a flood route there, but again, he's a terrific athlete. He can uh, he can gain some yards on his own, as risky as that is. Second down, and eight. From the 42, Milligan back to pass. Fires to the outside, has a oh, uh, man out there incomplete. That was in thir- game three games. That was by far the least attractive pass. I mean, it was a nice spiral, but it was behind the, the receiver. But that's the first less yeah. than perfect pass he's thrown that I've seen. Looking for Sutherland on a curl route and uh, just off the mark to the outside there. Third down and eight upcoming. So the Panthers, again, probably in four down territory if you get something positive here. 4.56 to play here in the third quarter. Strathaven 27, Haverford 21. Panthers looking for more here on a drive that started back at their 25-yard line. Schuler on the left. 
wing. They fake it to him. Back to pass. Has a man out there. Sutherland is up behind the D. Makes the grab. Stiff arm inside the 10 and down to the two-yard line. Oh, two terrific fakes in the backfield. And Sutherland all the way to the three-yard line. Give him 39. Good hands. Great hands on the reception. Great hands on the throw, too. Oh, yeah, it was a great pass. But, you know, we've seen so many high school kids drop balls like that. You know, they're they're running hard. They've got a defender right on them, and they just get this kaboomerated. That was just picture perfect. That was a beautifully executed pass play there on third and eight. Call them a 40-yard gain there, season long for Sutherland. That could be the play of the game. You're going to have a lot to pick from tonight. Yeah. First and goal from the two. On first down, it's Crawford over the right side. Hurdles one man, and he is short. Stock okay. short. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. But you, know, that's the, you know, that's the downside of leaving your feet. You lose all your power there. Yep. And uh, not to say he uh, didn't have to hop over a man who was uh, down at his ankles, but they're going to gain him just one there for Crawford. But it's, it can be good news as they eat up clock here doing all yeah, this back good and point. forth. Good point. Clock ticks. We're at 3.50 and counting to play here in the third. Ball just inside the two-yard line for the Panthers. Second and goal from the one. Milligan under center. Turns, he's going to push the pile off right guard, and he is going to be. Panthers think he's in, and the the officials disagree. Wow, Panthers can't believe it. (laughs) Panthers can't believe it. Milligan can't believe it either, but again, well, we're going to march, milk the clock for a bit more, so call it no gain for Milligan. (laughs) I'm, I'm very surprised. He was stopped there. It looked like on second effort he was falling backwards into the end zone. All right. Well, he'll jog the play in again, milking the clock, keeping the Haverford defense on the field here. Keeping the Haven defense on the sidelines as well. Yep. Well, four of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess most of them are out there on the offensive line. Third and goal from inside the one. Milligan under center. Takes the snap, and he juggled the snap, and they're not going to get anything out of that either. Wow. No execution right there. They may need to turn around and hand it off to somebody. I was going to say, let's, let's just get momentum going here. Yeah. Let's get a guy going forward. and that He actually lost the yeah, half he yard lost, there. Yeah, he's, he was right at the goal line. Now he's back a little bit beyond the one-yard line. Haverford, there was a football inside the one on the yeah. last play. This time there's a football outside the one. Well, not only was it inside the one, it was like nose up to the goal line. If you can hear the thunder below us, it's the home crowd trying to egg on their defense for one more stop. Fourth and goal from the one, 213 and counting to play in the third. Milligan under center. They'll try it again. The Crawford off the right side. He is in for the touchdown. This time they hand it to a back and easily into the end zone. Great, great push from Jake Millette. There was an enormous hole there as Big 73 collapsed everybody. And what a job there from him and Green at the tight end spot. Absolutely massive hole for Crawford to just walk through untouched. Crawford's second touchdown of the night, third of the season. And now you'll go for two to try to get back on schedule here. Panthers leading 33-21. Don't do a quarterback sneak again. Well, let's see what they come up with here. Aiden Sutherland split end to the right. Under center is Milligan. Wing is Barlow. They roll to the left side. Milligan looking, looking. He's going to keep it himself. Diving for the pylon and in for two. Big play from Sam Milligan. Turned on the Jets. 
Two-point conversions, good. 35-21 Strathaven with 2.05 to play in the third. Home crowd a little quieter at the moment, but the Fords are going to get the ball right back. Stick with us. See if the Fords can answer when we come back on HavenFootball.net. This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at HavenFootball.net. The Panthers with a stop deep in their own territory, and they answer with a 75-yard scoring drive. A 40-yard completion to Aiden Sutherland set him up at the two-yard line. And four plays later, they got those two yards eventually. Anthony Crawford's second touchdown of the night has it back to a two-score game. 35-21, Shankweiler to kick it away. Standing deep to return, Mahan and Tyler Rogers. High end over end kick. It's going to come down to Rogers at the 14-yard line. Looking for room up the left hash. Still on his feet with some speed. Cutting to the near sideline. And he's going to tumble out across the 30-40-yard line as Aiden Sutherland trips him up. They'll spot it at the 44. Very good field position for the Fords as they are still looking at an uphill uphill climb here. Down by 14, 156 to play here in the third. But, uh, you know, the Fords were tested last week. Their game was tied at uh, the end of the third quarter, 28 all with Lower Marion and then had a big fourth quarter with two touchdowns and a defensive shutout. Here we go. First and 10 for the Fords. Right back to pass. Firing to the outside. It is... Caught? Okay. Really? Yep. Wow. Nice work by Mayhan going down to a knee to make the catch for a short gain of maybe four or five, five four or so. Give They'll put it down at the 48-yard line. Hard yeah, for us to tell there. Couldn't yep. see anything. Well, we're, all the kids are in front yeah. of us. So. <laughs> That's all right. So uh, Mayhan's second catch of the half, six on the evening. Back to pass. Oh, nope. Second down uh, give is to Pergolisi, who's across the midfield stripe to about the 49. It'll bring up third down and about three as he takes three more. And I think this is important. Important third down for Haverford because they, they, they can't go four downs I don't think here. Or I wouldn't advise it. Well, down by two scores. You may... Uh, oh boy, but you don't give Haven a short te- field. No, agree. you got time. Tession really He's really having a tough time. Yeah, he's going to check out. They'll check 50, Henry Gillespie back in. Uh, and boy, yeah, Tession. Yeah, he's hurting. He's having a hard time here and that's that's one of your big guys in the middle at 270 pounds. So he's coming out. And now right with two receivers to his right. One to his left in the pistol. It's Pergolese on third and three. Off the got left it. side, he's got a first down. Crawford on the stop, but not before he picks up the 40, Panther 44-43 yard line. Under a minute in the third quarter. Give it the 43. All right. Gain of six there. First and ten for Haverford. Bergalese, 16 carries, 54 yards, and a score. Panthers have largely held him in check. Back to passes right on first down. Looking down the seam, he goes. Has a man. He's not down through the seam and carrying his man inside the five, down to the two-yard wow, line. Wow, that was goes pretty. Colin Reynolds right on the money is Tommy Wright. And just like that, Panthers come up with a big play in the passing game, and the Fords turn the tables quickly here. 35 yep. seconds to play here. In the third quarter, 
And what a terrific throw from Tommy Wright all the way down to the two-yard line. 41 yards later, they're knocking on the door. Under center is Wright on first and goal from the two. I formation behind him. Give us to the tailback, Pergolisi, who's going to be stacked up momentarily. Wow. No gain on the play. May have lost a yard, actually. And actually stopped yeah. there. Didn't move anywhere on that second effort. Eight seconds to play here in the third quarter, and uh, Coach Doherty said, all right, that's enough. We'll try yeah. the other end of the field. Sure, why not? Panthers get a nice stop there on first down. Fords will get three more cracks at it when we come back to start the fourth quarter. 35-21 Strathaven, but the Fords six feet away from cutting into that deficit when we come back on HavenFootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Thank you, Jaws. Start of the fourth quarter here. Brian Carroll bringing play-by-play. Mike Mayer, Andrew Kaufman, and Pete Folgenetti doing everything else. They do all the hard stuff, actually. (laughs) No, Uh, you do the hard stuff, pal. I don't know about that. Oh, my goodness. This is just the fun stuff. I do the fun uh, stuff just talking about what's going on in front of me. 35-21 Strathaven. Ball sitting at their three-yard line. The Fords knocking on the door there. Loss of a yard for Pergolese on his 17th carry of the night. Uh, and it'll be second and goal to go from the Strathaven three. All right, they will set up under center again. Tommy Wright with two tight ends and an I formation behind him. Split end to the left. Wright on second and goal for three. Play fake, rolling to his right, fires to the end zone. It is caught for a touchdown. Fords on the board. Is that number 13 or 17? Turn around, young man. <laughs> Can't see who made the grab there. Come on. He's still walking sideways and now into the huddle. Oh. 43. Uh, 43? 43 or 13. Is that Tyler Rogers? Oh, I, I was just. We'll get it on the film. Well, yep, we'll check it on the film. Why don't we ask the uh, PA announcer? They didn't announce it. Oh, they didn't announce okay. it. Okay, they didn't see it either. All right, here we go. Extra point coming from Googie Seidman. Ball spotted. Kick is away. It is right down the middle. 35-28. Just four seconds into the fourth quarter. And the Haverford Fords answer quickly. Mike, we can just keep it right here. Okay. This is uh, this is a lot going on here. <laughs> just a lot of points on the board here. This is a season-high uh, points allowed for both defenses. Okay? Oh, yeah. This is, uh, you know, Lower, Lower Marion put 28 up on, uh, on Haverford a week ago, and Strathaven hadn't given up more than 13 to anybody uh, through the first two weeks. But the Fords passing game is uh, clicking here in the second half. Yep. They've done in the second quarter, they did enough running uh, to, to keep it balanced and keep things honest. And now the Panthers, again, that gut feeling where you feel like you have to score every single yep. Yep. series still lingers. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you gotta, if you don't score, you've got to really worry about what, what your opponent's about to do. 151 yards passing for Tommy Wright. Two rushing touchdowns and now one throwing it. Seidman has it teed on the right hash. 
They're going to go onside here. There's a scramble for it, and I don't know. Let's see. I think Haverford's on it. Haverford had all sorts of numbers there. Dan Miller was really the only Panther out here. And they're going to unpile. Strathaven has it. Strathaven has it. Who is that on the – is that Miller? Unbelievable. What a job by the senior. Amazing job there by Brandon Miller to hang on to that. He was outnumbered. He was hammered, hit as the ball approached. And he was hammered down by four red shirts and somehow fought for it at the bottom of the pile. (laughs) Big, big play. And what a momentum changer that would have been. Wow. Who knows if he had that ball at the start of that pile up. Yeah, yeah. But – Tremendous. It, it only matters who the refs see come out of the pile with it. Big play by Miller. First and 10, Strathaven at their own 44. Wing to the right is Barlow. Schuler bounces outside of the right, and he's got room. Across midfield momentarily, and not much more. And, they, yeah, they string him out pretty nicely there. Good work, good pursuit by the Haverford defense. And now Schuler slow to get up. Mm. Not good. All right, over on the far sideline, did not see. It was sort of an awkward... Twisting uh, as he went down. Now, this looks, we like don't yet cramp. like to speculate, but this is usually how you would treat a cramp. Right. So, let's hope this is. Uh, we can tell because there's no bone sticking out. Yeah, so. that, <laughs> yes. That was my warning to the kids. Is there bone sticking out of your leg? Then you're fine. So much for not speculating. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you, Mike, for the medical opinion from about 100, it's a, 100 it's, yards away. It's a, my, my doctorate from Dad University. Okay. Goodness. Six <laughs> yards for Schuler. Brings up second down of four. Schuler checks out momentarily. He's up to 80 yards on just seven carries and two Panther touchdowns. Wing T look into the game as Austin Connor is the wing back to give it to the fullback. Crawford straight ahead. He's got first Ugh. down yardage and Ooh, still bullying still his way. Flag on the flag. play, and I think you're going to get a face, a face mask. mask. Yep. First down yardage here for Crawford to the Haverford 43, and then you might get a few more tacked on to the end. Let's see here. Give Crawford about seven more on that carry momentarily, and then we'll check the flag. So Connor checks in as a wingback for Face mask, mask, and looks to be a five-yard variety here. Did not signal personal foul. So this will march it down to about the 38. All right. Panthers from the right hash mark. Check Aiden Sutherland into the game. Nate Perlman checks out. 10.56 10.56 to play in regulation. Panthers clinging to a seven-point lead and looking for more here. They're in Haverford territory at the 38-yard line. Two tight ends. On first down, it's Crawford off the right side. He'll push Not to worried. about the 35 or so. Maybe three. Maybe three for Crawford. And again, clock continuing to melt. Crawford, 13 carries, 90 yards. Give him two on that carry. Yep. 90 yards and two touchdowns. Matt Schuler checks back in as the halfback. Oh, that's good news. Second down and about eight. That's Milligan, a very good sign for Crawford. Milligan jogs, for jogs in the play. They're over the football. There'll be about 10 minutes left here in the fourth when they snap it. Wing to the right. Is Schuler two t- uh, is uh, Barlow back to passes Milligan looks has time fires to the flats complete Steph arm by Anthony Crawford still on his feet to the near sideline and then you're going to get a flag I think you're going to add another face mask. Yep. Well, when, when you're trying to get him down, I mean you're reaching for everything to drag him down. All right, they're going to spot that, this. The 
30. They're going to spot it, I think, at the 29. So a gain of about seven on the play or so. Let's see. I'd call it a gain of seven. Milligan, four for six. Face mask again. Oh, against face mask against Panthers. How is it? Maybe on a straight arm attempt? On the stiff arm? Yeah. Okay. So they'll march it back five yards, and it'll be a second down over. All right, so seven on the play, I guess. Um, <laughs> gain of seven on the play, and it'll bring Five. up second down and about seven now. Right. Okay. After all of that, we've had some tricky uh, calls, and good luck with the stats on this. Uh, all these <laughs> penalties that still turn into positive yardage. All right. Milligan, four out of six thrown it. That was Crawford's second catch of the night. Second down, or no, third down and seven. Strange. Back, and now here's Schuler on the sweep to the right side. He's got one man, sheds a tackle. He's got first down yardage up the far sideline, lowers his shoulder, and flattens a man as he goes out of bounds on that far sideline. Oh, he took somebody for a ride. We'll check the film on that later, but my <laughs> goodness, someone will think twice about hitting 23 again. Yeah, not in the shoulder anyway. He dropped to his legs, tried to take those out from him. That'll be in the highlights to, uh, whenever yeah. those get out. Gain of 19 yards for Schuler. That ball's down what, 35. The 15? Uh, the 15, yep. In a 20. 20. He's at 100 yards for the night. And they set up first and 10 at the Haverford 15-yard line. Nine minutes to play here in regulation. On first and 10, it's Crawford off the left side. Bounces out, and he's got the edge. Turns upfield at the 10. Cuts back at the 5. He's going to tumble his way into the end zone for his third touchdown of the night. Anthony Crawford, a three-touchdown game, and the Panthers back up by two scores with 8.56 to play in the fourth. He's over 100 yards for the night. So Crawford at 105, Schuler at 100, and Barlow at 83. Mm. Uh, you, yeah. can't, you can't argue about this game if you like scoring. Extra point upcoming here for... Charlie Shankweiler, ball spotted, kick is away, plenty of leg, and Shankweiler pounds it through. 42-28 Strathaven. They continue to pile up the points. They're over 40 for the third straight week. Now can the defense start to slow things down when we come back? Haverford going to get another crack at it here on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Thank you, Ralph. Back at Cornog Field, Strathaven 42, Haverford 28. 8.56 to play here in the fourth. It's been a shootout, and now the Fords with a chance to get the football back. Shankweiler has it teed and ready to go. End over end kick's going to come down. They'll have a chance to return it from the six-yard line. Up the left hash, now cutting back to the near sideline and looking for room, scramble, and spinning his way out across the 35-yard line. Goes Tyler Rogers. Nice work on the return there, spinning out of a tackle momentarily. And again, decent field position here for the Fords. 
what a weapon it is in high school to to have a kicker who can create touchbacks on a yeah. regular basis. Oh yeah, you know it's fairly typical know? for a high school team to return to the, the mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. So right. if you can get it to go in the end zone, yep. save fifteen yards. All right, here we go. Firing to the outside, looking for man is uh, Mayhan. It makes the catch a nice tackle in the open field by uh, Chase Nangle. But he was squirming. I mean, Mayhan was looking to get away. Nice work by Nangle. Uh, stop after a gain of just three. So, second and seven upcoming for half. Ford's run of hurry-up offense. Yep. Here we go. Right in the gun. On his hip is Cassidy. He fires out here to Mahan again. He's going to slip a tackle this time on Connor, and he'll carry it to the 48-yard line of the Panthers for a first down. Gain of 10 on the play. Boy, so it'd be nice if, tackle. be nice if the Panthers have figured a way to jump that route. Yep. All right, from the 49, gain of 10. That's the eighth catch of the night for Mahan, 89 yards. Right, changing the play perhaps. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Takes the high snap, gives inside. Cassidy with some running room momentarily, and he is belted. Nice work there by Green to get him low, and Crawford hammers him up high. Gain of four for Cassidy, and again, I have to admire the the work up front here for the interior line. Absolutely. They are pushing the Panthers back off the ball a good three, four yards pretty consistently. Second down and six. From the 45, right in the gun again, back to pass, rolling to his left this time. Looking, looking, fires back across his body, has Mahan in and out of his hands. Oh, wow. Dangerous throw in a sense that he's going back across his body awkwardly, but boy, was that on the money again. Mahan would love to have that one back. It was close, and, you know, there were four defenders back they're all like almost a diamond shape around the receiver which would have allowed the receiver to catch it and take off he would have most likely been tackled but still that was a very awkward throw from Tommy right there right down the seam third and six passing situation they go with a three receiver to the left and now they're going to run it instead Dolph this near side Cassidy first down yardage Barlow goes low to stop him help from Austin Connor but it's nine yards later and another Ford's first down yeah Haven really would like to put a stop together on the other hand as they continue this clock running, and that is also their friend right now, leading by two scores. Harrington checks out. He checked in for pass rush purposes momentarily. Dan, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jason Williams checks back in at defensive tackle. First and 10 from the 36. Three receivers to the left, right, empty backfield, two to the right, and he's going to keep it himself. Quarterback draw, and he'll push across the 30, down to the 28. Seven more for Tommy Wright on the ground. Quick calculation, if you can. What's the average uh, running play for Haverford? Uh, right, uh, that's not that's a quick tough calculation. Math. Okay. That is All not right. a quick calculation right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. At uh, halftime, they had 29 carries for 139 yards as okay. a team. I haven't right. seen it since. Here we go. Second down and about three. Give inside. Ooh. And nice work that time by Perlman along with Jason Williams to stack him up. But forward progress yeah, will give him two and a first down. Yeah, absolutely. Pergolese picks up a couple more and a first down. 55 tough sledding yards on 18 carries for the senior halfback. And they're going to put it down at the 25. Williams checks out. Two receivers are split and one wing to the left. Back to pass his right. Has time. Firing deep to the end zone. Has a man out there and Nangle... Uh, did he intercept it? Let's see. No, touchdown. Oh, looked like Nangle had it momentarily, and it was ripped Whoa. out of his hands. 
ripped away. What a great grab right there. Was that Mahan? That, that was Mahan. What wow. a great job by Mahan. That ball was hung up there. Nangle had a beat on it, and Mahan just won the fight. 25-yard touchdown reception for Mahan, his first touchdown of the evening after scoring three times through the air last week. Wow, what a play. Sometimes you just have to give the other guy credit. Yep. Nangle did everything right except <laughs> come away with the football. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and it is good. 42-35. Goodness gracious. Well, these kids are going to sleep well tonight. We still have half the fourth quarter to play. Midway through the fourth, we'll take a short time out. Be back in just a moment. It's a wild one on the only game in town tonight on September 11th. Back in a moment. Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Haverford's no-huddle offense works beautifully, and they've cut into the lead again. High end over and kickoff. This will be Matt Schuler. Coming up the left hash, he fielded at the 8. He's across the 20, 30, up the near sideline, and he's bumped out of bounds out near the 40. We'll spot it right here in front of us at the 41. Nice work there from Schuler, and got a nice block there early on. So with 6.01 to play in the fourth, Panthers clinging to a 7-point lead. The defense uh, has <laughs> had one stop here in the second half. And, defense uh, optional tonight? Yeah, evidently, or just... Sometimes it's the unstoppable force that uh, overpowers the immovable object. And uh, Well, Haven's got two objectives here. One would be to score, obviously. The other one is to take as much time as they possibly can to do it. All right. It sure looks like the unstoppable force of, forces have meet, met a movable object in the defense. Two tight ends, wing tee, first and ten. From the 41, it's Crawford off the right side. He'll push and lean his way for a few, maybe three, out to the 44. Nice work there. Collapsing by Julian Burke. And that'll be second down and about six upcoming. So Crawford, 109 yards on 15 carries. He also has two catches for 29, 27 rather. 5.30 and counting to play here in regulation. Panthers lead it by seven. Two tight ends, Perlman to the left, Mason Green to the right. Wing to the left is Matt Schuler, Barlow, and Crawford behind Milligan. Seven men in the box. Back to pass as Milligan fires the flat complete to Crawford again. He's got a first down up the far sideline, spins his way forward and down to the 40-yard line. Boy, that play just looks prettier every time they throw it. Full back to the flat over and over. Well, we'll do it till they stop it, says Coach Clancy. Yep. 16 yards later, it's another first down. And there was a little pressure on Milligan there that time, yes. too. Yep. Pressure got there real quick. Well, that's, that's the beauty of that play. It's yeah. a five-yard pass. I mean, it doesn't take very long to set up. It doesn't take long to set up, which means it doesn't really matter. And it's almost like a there. screen because if you feel a lot of defensive pressure, that probably means he's wide open. Yeah. First and 10 from the Haverford 40. Two tight ends again. Schuler in the backfield this time alongside of Crawford. Wing to the right is Barlow. 
Eight men in the box. Motion man is Schuler. Give inside is to Crawford, and he'll go next to nowhere this time. Nice work by Mike Powell. That's the strongest Ford, pound for pound right there. More than pound for pound. He's just their strongest kid, <laughs> period. And he wrestles Crawford to the ground at the 39. Gain of just and a, a yard for him. Timeout. Yep, timeout. Haverford, their first of this second half. Still two in their pocket with 4.30 to play in regulation. All right, we'll take a short timeout with them. Thank you again to our fantastic sponsors. We can't do it without you. And glad to bring you an exciting one here on HavenFootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. Second and nine for Strathaven from the Haverford. 39, motion man is Barlow. Quick hitter, this is Crawford for a few more. little trap play, and Haverford, they weren't really trapped. They were ready for that one. Yep. <laughs> so down to the 35 for a gain of four more. It'll bring up third down. And timeout again. Five, and Haverford uses their second timeout. Yeah, we'll stay here. But they're obviously using They want to preserve clock. We're at, at the 425. And, of course, it's critical with these timeouts now that Haverford find a way to stop Haven in this possession. We're in four-down territory. Uh, if, if Haven doesn't get the first down, that's going to make the first down is going to make this a heck of a finish. Yes, it is. And you can, you know, oh, my goodness, you hate to start saying it. I'm getting... You know, a nervous stomach even thinking about it. If Haverford were to come back with a touchdown, do you go for two? Absolute Pete's waving the, the two fingers. I'm thinking the same thing. Yep. You'd probably go for two in the win, uh, you know, rather than take it to overtime if you got that kind of momentum. So the Panthers trying to squash every idea uh, <laughs> that, that falls in that category. First, sorry, third down and five from the Haverford 35 here, 425 to play in regulation. Haverford now with just one timeout remaining. They've stopped the clock twice on this drive. Panthers probably with two cracks at getting five yards here. Crawford in the backfield. Wing to the left is Schuler. Barlow in the backfield as well. It's Crawford off the right side. He sheds one tackle, two tackles. I think they know it's coming, and he yeah. still picks up four. It brings up fourth and one. Very close to that first down marker. Does yep. not look like, and Haverford does take they their do. final timeout yeah. here. Yep. Well, I don't blame them. Kill the, kill the clock. And hopefully, I mean, the thing is, holding a football team to one yard in high school. I mean, we've seen them do it. It's done tonight. Yeah. Did it a couple yep. of times. But, um, you know, if you're Strathaven, what's the call here? My guess is you go back to Crawford, even if everybody in the building thinks you're, you're going there. I don't. Yeah. Oh, do you go back to Crawford? Yeah, you yeah. go back to Crawford. I wouldn't quarterback sneak it again. No, I think no, they've, they've no. tied we, that up pretty well. Yeah, we saw the quarterback sneak fail two times down inside the one. Yep. I think you got to hand it to Crawford. He's been your he's your power back. He's your yeah. got, been your horse all night. And when you need those behind, tough yards, and you know you got Millet over there, all first team all league last year at right tackle. I'd say go put it behind your biggest and your strongest guy. So that's Millet on the right side and uh, Nate Perlman alongside of him. That's uh, that's my call right there. But hey, Coach Clancy knows more than I do. Here we go. 
Mason Green's on the right at the, as the tight end. Tight end to the left is Perlman. Fourth and a yard. All 11 men in the box. Give us to Crawford. He bangs forward. I don't know. It's going to be close. He's stacked up. He's off the ground, and he's going to be pushed forward for a first down. He was Absolutely. literally off the ground, and the line carried him forward. What a play by the Haven line. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Give Down to the, the 29. 29. <laughs> two yards on the carry. What and a hard-fought two yards there. He looked like he was stopped dead yeah, to right. I thought it was going to be come down to a measurement or something. And he just landed two yards forward thanks to a great push from the line and everybody with him. 3.50 and counting to play here in regulation. Haverford now out of timeouts. The Panthers need one, maybe two first downs to seal it. We're not over yet. Oh, yeah, they're going to be tearing at the ball. They'll do everything. Yeah. Nine in the box for Haverford on first and ten. Milligan under center. Wing T behind him. Turns, gives to Schuler, Looking for room off the right side. Cuts back to his left, and he'll be slammed down after a gain of just two. So Schuler. 102 yards on just nine carries and two touchdowns. 317, 316 and counting. Milligan will jog in the play, and he will have his eye on that back judge as he stands under center, waiting for that hand in the air. They'll try to milk every second off the play clock here. Jack Beck over the ball with 301 and counting to play here in regulation. Second down and eight. All 11 in the box. Milligan on the rollout, looks, dumps to the flat, incomplete. Incomplete, good pressure there. They tried to get Crawford, and there's the risk as you stop the clock with an incomplete pass. Well, they stopped that that play. The first first time they ran it, he couldn't make the connection. This time, he just was under too much pressure to get the ball. Nice work there by Colin Reynolds on the rush. He had a sack in the game last week against Lower Marion. That one will not show up in the stat sheet, but that is a huge play here if the Panthers can't find eight more yards in their bag of tricks third down and eight got two plays here once again 252 on the stopped clock at the moment here we go two tight ends wing to the right is barlow again all 11 in the box give on the counter crisscross looking for room is barlow he's in the clear and he's gonna take it on in barlow for the second time tonight, scores on counter crisscross. He's over 100 for the game, and the Panthers have thrown a dagger with 243 to play. Oh, that was a killer. That was that, the play that they never expected. That crisscross play is so lethal, especially when you have everybody in the box like Haverford did there. They all The ball is handed off to the going one way, right. and then when that second Shift. handoff comes, there is absolutely no one out on that other side to stop it. All 11 in the box, and it burned them that time. Shankweiler on for the extra point. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and it is good. Panthers 49, Fords 35 with 2.43 left. We are still not done. If Haverford can score and convert an onside kick, look out. We've seen crazier games. We'll come back and talk about that in a moment. Be back in just a, minute, a second. A wild one here on HavenFootball.net tonight. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. 
Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. For the second time in three weeks, the Panthers have three running backs over 100 yards in a game. It's almost unheard of to do it once. It's crazier to think that it's happened for the second time in just three weeks. Chase Barlow, second touchdown of the night, 24 yards out. He's over 100 now with 103 and chain or more, uh, perhaps. My stats aren't perfect, but uh, that's pretty incredible. 49-35, 2.43 to play, and Haverford, again, still out of timeouts, but plenty of time to score in the sense that they have, uh, (laughs) and now what? Strathaven uh, had to take a timeout. Okay, I was going to say like Haverford's were, out of timeouts, but they're... Looked like okay. they were late getting some players on the kick, t- kick coverage team on the field. Well, that's a good reason to take the timeout then. As, yeah, uh, yeah, considering yeah. the problems they've had coverage, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a uh, walk, walk on thin ice uh, at best for most of the kick coverage through these first couple of weeks, and now you want to get everything right. You can, if you're going to give up a score to Haverford... It better be them taking two minutes and change off the clock. Right, right. <laughs> you so, want to make them earn this touchdown. Don't let them have a run back yep. for a touchdown here. Then, yep. then then, things get really interesting if they return this kick. We've seen crazier things happen. I remember the Kevin Mulholland uh, 2012 game here. Kevin Lydon, mm. uh, Panthers went for an amazing comeback in the final minute, went for two to take the lead with 30 seconds left, and then Kevin Lydon breaks their heart in the final seconds right. with a long pass down the seam. That's going back. Uh, these guys were in kindergarten for yeah, that. Yeah, Here we yeah. go. All right. Shankweiler, line drive kick. It's going to come down at the 15-yard line. Looking for running room is Mayhan. He's going to go up towards the far sideline, trying to turn the corner, and he's banged out of bounds by Aiden Sutherland. Sutherland with a nice stop there, just shy of the 30-yard line. So a long field in front of. Somebody's hurt. Looks like he Neverford. Okay. Looks like he took a he took yeah. a big shot there. Sutherland with a hit on Mayhan. That's the returner and uh, Strathaven's sideline waving frantically to the Haverford staff to come over and check him out. So let's hope the best there for Ethan Mayhan. He is your leading receiver in the game tonight. He's, he's been, been terrific. Their, he's been their best target through the first three weeks of the season here. That one that one reception for the down the center was just yep. a thing of beauty. Well. Mahan with nine ca- nine catches for 114 yards and a score tonight. That's on the heels of last week's game where, uh, let me double-check that number again because it was hard to believe, six catches for 145 and three scores. So he's been their best weapon for most of this uh, early season. And now uh, right, he's getting up. He's getting up. Let's hope this is just a knock the wind out of me. I'm going to be okay in a minute kind of yep. thing, but we'll see. He's walking with a little limp. He looks right. good. Let's, let's Starting hope, to jog. Let's hope that's the case for Haverford Senior. Sorry, Junior. Uh, Panthers will have to deal with him again next year. And Tommy Wright. Yep. This is a young Haverford team who will uh, make some noise. or it's Give us fits. All right. Mahan's going to check out, but again, good sign he's off under his own power. Three Four receivers, two to either side. Tommy Wright, first and ten from his own 31. Takes a shotgun snap. Steps into pressure. Steps away from pressure. Fires downfield and is incomplete. Knocked away by Chase Barlow. Nice work by Barlow to knock away the 28th passing attempt of the night for Wright. Defensive line for Panthers are starting to get some pressure on on, on the QB. It's, it's helping. It's creating some misdirection. Wright, 14 for 28 for 184 and two scores. 
He's in the gun again. Three receivers to his right. He's looking that way. Steps up in the pocket. Looks. Fires deep down the field. He's got a man out there. It is caught into Strathaven territory. Is number 13, Tyler Rogers. Chase Nangle on the stop. Down to the 21-yard line. And that's right just buying time with his feet. And we mentioned it earlier. A brilliant job with his eyes downfield. Hurry up offense here. First and 10 from the 22. Right. Trying to get everybody set up. We did because the clock still stops, so he's doing All right. well. Clock, and now they're going to kill it. Okay, he's going to kill the clock by spiking it. What a gain right there. That's 28 plus 19. That's a 30. I'm sorry. 47, 47 yard, yard gain. So he's over 200 yards on the night again. <laughs> <laughs> and Rogers, one of five pass catchers tonight. That's his second catch of the evening. He's up to 56 yards. And now, second and 10 from the Haven 22. 2.20 to play here in regulation. Two receivers to either side. Right is back. Looking, looking. Steps up in the pocket. Fires incomplete. Looking for Caruso on a shallow cross. Caruso. Wasn't on the same page Yeah, there. Didn't, didn't really have his head up looking for that one. Brings up third and 10. Third and 10. And, and Haven continues to be uh, content to rush four. They're not getting a whole lot of pressure. Um, but they want the people in the backfield to try to defend the pass. 237 yards passing for Tommy Wright. Trailing by two scores here. 49-35, Wright needs to score in a hurry and then hope they can execute an onside kick. All right, clock is stopped. Wright has everybody set. Two receivers to either side. They'll snap it from the right hash, and the referee is looking for... Oh, okay, is the sideline warning, or what are we... No, there's no flag. Yeah, there's no flag. I'm not sure what Oh, get him off the field. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Two receivers to either side. Right in the gun. Pergolese in the backfield with him. Back to pass. He has time. He steps up down the middle. He goes incomplete. Caruso was running free, and Wright would like to have that one back. Yep. Was at his feet. A little underthrown. That's one of the first passes I think he's missed tonight. That hasn't been. That's that's one of the first. Yeah. 15 out of 31 throwing it for the junior. Fourth and 10. Panthers need one stop. From the 22-yard line, right is back, looking to his left, looking. He's firing to the end zone, and he's off target. His receiver broke off the pattern, and it'll fall harmlessly to the turf. Incomplete, and the Panthers will take over on downs. Well, that's a, a shame. Their last two plays there. A pass that he'd like to have back, and then that one just uh, receiver broke off the pattern. Wright was firing for the end zone. And now the Panthers with a two-score lead, 2.05 to play in regulation. One and first need, down should do it. Need a first down here to kill the clock. Yeah. Panthers have punted once tonight. They took a knee before halftime. They fumbled a kick return. Aside from that, the offense has been humming. <laughs> Seven rushing touchdowns tonight. Three for Crawford, two apiece for Schuler and Barlow. The three of them are in the backfield again with two tight ends. Milligan under center from the 22. He's going to dive forward. Nice work there by Milligan, quarterback keeper, to give himself some room out to the 27, gain of five. You know, that is... <laughs> no one was expecting pretty, that. Yeah, yeah. And pretty smart in the sense, like, don't even bother with the risk of an exchange, right. right? Take the center, snap, dive forward, and start this clock. See what you can come up with, and... Milligan, four carries for 27 yards. Here you're definitely waiting to snap this ball until that back judge's arm is in the air. 
Milligan, five for eight throwing it tonight for 72 yards as well. 128, 127 and counting to play in regulation. Milligan under center. Second down play fake sweep to the right is to Schuler. He's going to cut it back, and he's going to push forward for first down yardage. Yep. Out near the 34-yard line, and that will do it. There's a couple high fives going on over yep. on the coaching staff on the far sideline. 117 clock stops while they move the chains, and now the Panthers will we'll get to knee. take a couple snap of, and take a knee. Yep. 49-35 in a wild one here tonight as Schuler just ripped off seven more yards. He's at 109. <laughs> Barlow's at 109. Crawford 120, Milligan takes a snap, takes a knee. Clock ticks, 53 seconds, 52 seconds and counting. Panthers will need to do that one more time. What a night. <laughs> it's been terrific. That is, we have seen some really entertaining games at this field over the years. I mean, games that have gone down to the wire, high scoring, low scoring. This one had a little bit of everything, uh, except turnovers, really. I mean, the Panthers with a fumbled kickoff. Right. Haverford did everything right in that sense, and they took care of the ball. But the Panthers' defense got just enough stops. Milligan takes a snap, takes a knee, and they will not need to do that again. The Panthers will move to 3-0, and joining Ridley and Garnet Valley atop the Central League in the early going here. And that's a big win over a good 6A team. Six seconds, five seconds, but they won't wait. Everybody lining up at midfield for some handshakes and high fives. And the Panthers have done it for the second year in a row at Cornog Field, spoiling a, a special night for the home crowd here. But 49-35, the Panthers come away with a big-time win. You want to go to a break? Oh, it was, it was great. We'll come back and talk about it yeah. and then sign off. <laughs> so anyway, yep. and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. This is Keith Jackson. You're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Thank you, Mr. Jackson, and thank you, Coach Clancy and the Panthers for a very, very exciting night of football here in Havertown, and uh, same goes to Coach Doherty and his staff and the Fords. Uh, They were game tonight. What a great job by all the players, coaches, and everyone involved here at Haverford. 49-35, Strathaven moves to 3-0. They will hit the road for a second time in as many weeks. It'll be next Friday at Harriton. Correct. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So Harriton, uh, we'll, we'll write up something for the 50-yard line. We'll learn a little bit more about them uh, in the days ahead. But, uh, hey, one week at a time. And, Mike, this offense is is just clicking right now. Uh, it's clicking right now, and this is really their first really te- real test. They were tight. They were scored on first. They were in a deficit situation. They had a team that was game the entire time. Could have put this thing away. The onside kick almost turned in Haverford's favor. I mean, there were so many elements in Haverford could have turned this game around and changed the outcome to their favor. But Haven stayed in. They played the game they wanted. A lot of outside sweeps. They've got a new pass uh, play they're doing now, uh, you know, with a fullback in the flat. And there's only a five-yard pass, but it was open 
virtually every play, maybe once it was a little shut down, but that could be a, a killer of a play uh, as we go through the season. And I'm glad to see Clancy's doing different things. And that also keeps people out of the box. And, I, and, and Haverford played the box several times tonight and got burned a couple of key times on it. And I think that will be notification for the Central League that maybe that's not such a good idea anymore. Well, if Milligan can keep connecting with receivers, good to see Aiden Sutherland with two big catches tonight, getting the split end involved along with the backs uh, and a tight end touchdown last week to Mason Green. This has got the makings for something special. The Panthers with, uh, I think, over 400 yards of offense again. For the second time in in three weeks, you've got three guys over 100 on the ground, and you mix in those 72 yards passing. It's, uh, again, terrific, terrific work there for the Panthers. So, we will get uh, stats and play the game and all that fun stuff that Mike is so uh, incredibly talented at putting together uh, in the next couple of days and uh, then move on for week four at Harriton. Garnet Valley looms two weeks from now. Haverford falls to two and one. They hit the road at Ridley to, uh, next week, so they are still very much in the hunt. This is a team that's going to win a lot of games this year. Uh, the Fords with a very talented yep. offense. And, we'll, uh, and I'll make a prediction. I think they can beat Ridley. Yeah, I think they can beat Ridley. I think they're going to give... Uh, I think it beat Ridley. I think it can beat Springfield. I they're, mean, they're, they're, they're good, and they're going to give Garnet a run, uh, as they always yep. do. So we'll uh, worry about that next week and the week after and so That's on. Right. But, uh, again, thanks again to everyone at Haverford get, uh, setting us up in the booth. For Pete and Andrew, a tremendous job, as always, with the stat spotting and halftime chatter. And for Mike Mayer, uh, doing everything else on HavenFootball.net. We're going to wrap it up and see you in six days at Harriton for the final time tonight. Strathaven 49, Haber for 35. Brian Carroll, sign out. Good night and great football. This internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening and good night.